Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey there, Forever Dog listeners. I'm Michael Wolf, And I'm Colin O'Brien. And we're the hosts of America's loudest podcast, Literati! Sorry, sorry. Uh, We are recording in the library. Literati is a podcast about books and the idiots who write them, featuring real readings from some of your favorite authors. And some of your favorite comedians pretending to be authors. Mostly that one. Plus, we dole out tons of amazing unsolicited writing advice because we believe everyone has at least one great novel in them. Hey, just last week, I had to get a novel surgically removed from my small intestine. I accidentally sat on my bookshelf, and now I have three good novels inside me. Very impressive. New episodes of Literati are premiering on Monday, February 4th, and every Monday after that until we die. And that is contractual. Stick around until after the show to hear a special sneak preview of our interview with comedian Josh Sharp reading under his pseudonym, Clint Dimples. And be sure to subscribe to Literati on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's the end of Of that that chapter. Forever. Dog. Beware. On the following podcast adventure, you'll come face to face with pigs wearing wigs, majestic Ringo stars, Dutch theme park acid trips, and condemnation of Mike's spending habits. Jackie Johnson joins us on a safari to Walt Disney World's Animal Kingdom. Please don't feed the animals. It's podcast The Rye. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the theme park podcast hosted by three men whose podcast mission to review every piece of Disneyland will not be complete until they figure out how to send one of their hosts to get made up at the Bibbidi Boppity Boutique. <laughs> My name is Mike Carlson. I'll volunteer to do it if you guys don't oh, want to. God. But I'll ask my co-host Jason Sheridan. Would you get made up um, at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique? I don't. What What would be stopping? Well, I think because it's for no matter girls. Yeah, but uh, money has no age. <laughs> Oh, I, I think they saying. would. I think they would take your money. Like I, I feel like I feel like adults. Uh, adults probably then have again, gone there. Scott Gardner here. Is Disney the most progressive place? This I don't know. There were oh. issues uh, with the same sex dancing in, but that was in the eighties. Right. Yes. Now, now, now there's now there's Gay Day, and that's fine. And uh, but I don't know the the ma- I, the, the makeup. I think it's just child on the person. I think it's just child versus adult. Actually, it doesn't actually have to do with like no. if they would put us in a dress because I think they probably would. I think it's just more of like this is for children. You know, mm-hmm. the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is for children. Oh, the costuming aspect. I think they probably wouldn't have the correct size. Certainly. I think it's Just a size practically. issue more than anything else. Yeah. Right. Okay. We should bring our guest in on this. We should bring. Uh, I want this yes, discussion. This was a little bit tooled to our guest. I'm trying to related. think of something. Uh, uh-huh. But folks, you know our guest from the the podcast Natch Butte, ladies and gentlemen, Jackie Johnson is here. I'm so excited. I'm. This is the best Sunday ever. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Wonderful. Thank well, you. Yeah, for thank being you. Too nice. And you did. You tweeted 
out that you're going to be on the show and a lot of people were excited and that that got me excited but also yeah somebody did mention the bibbity bobbity boutique and I, and as we this yeah, the topic I feel, it's not but uh, i feel really sad i've actually never even been in there well, we all need to. Letdown. Were you aware of it, though? Well, yes. Uh, yeah. I, you know, we'll get into it, but I had never even stepped foot in a Disney park till I was 22 years old. Oh. So wow. uh, I missed it. Because mm-hmm. I would have eaten that shit up, honey. It's right. like glamour <laughs> shots, but Disney, my two interests combined, baby. I would have loved it. I don't think, I don't know, I'd have to go in there, but I think we could fool them into thinking Jason's a child. Well, they were we experimenting, you, you know, put yeah. you in like a little beanie cap because they can't lolly. give him a big lolly. <laughs> right. Give him a huge lolly. It's that forced perspective. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. it's so famous for. They were doing like, boy, you, you know, girls be princesses. Boys will make you look like a pirate. Is that the for deal? a little while? Maybe still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think there's something like that. But I assume yeah. now but like, there's flexibility I'll, with that. I'll call them out for like gender neutrality. I'll be like, my sure. motherfucking kid wants to put on a fucking Tinkerbell dress. Sure, they, absolutely. You know, don't care. Right. So pop that dress on and let's get the fuck out of here. Sure. <laughs> You're talking you about have, Jason. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Done. Okay. I can play a bitchy mom. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen my Home Goods commercial. Oh, I have not, <laughs> not seen no. your Home Goods commercial. I'd, I'd love to. Uh, um, I so you're saying so you're Jason's mom in this scenario. Yes. Okay. Uh, if they put up any fight at all, right? If they like, put up I'm any sorry, fight. Sorry, but your son actually looks like a full grown adult. Excuse me. He has a hormonal condition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that plays well. I'll do whatever. We don't need to do this until we're like sort of the, at the end, I think, and scraping sort of the bottom of the barrel right, for stuff to talk about. Right, you run out of other about. things. So, so, we're, so we're even older, so it's even a tougher... Yeah, we're in our yeah. late 50s, I think, by the time <laughs> we're out of... this goes. Yeah, I think so. Maybe we'll actually have a real child at that point that we could force <laughs> uh, A couple years, if that would be okay. <laughs> Just, I wasn't, I don't think I'll be ready then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll figure that out then, I think. Thing. We don't have but to it's like still, still the it. scenario, even with the actual child, the scenario is still to get Jason to do it. Yes, not yes. our child yeah. of ours. Yeah, just Jason. It just fleshes out the illusion of you as the mom that you have a second child. Yes, <laughs> a, a baby and one with a condition. Yeah, we'll get we'll get there. Well, I'm glad we have this all planned out now. Uh, uh, so not no, no Disney Park till 22, but you're into it now. Yeah. So I grew up in Dallas, and mm-hmm. we have Six Flags over Texas. We have Six Legs Hurricane Harbor. So that's where I was all summer long, honey. Mm-hmm. I mean, all summer long, I was up in Six Flags, riding the rides, eating the nasty food, <laughs> getting sunburned. I was getting Hurricane Harbor, going down all the slides. Do they have an annual pass? Or yes. Did, did they then? And then just what you had? Yes. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I actually was a total wuss until I was 13, 14. My best friend, Lauren Campbell dragged me onto a ride i was like i wouldn't ride any roller coasters that had any loops i wouldn't ride anything i was like the runaway mine train which is a really fun ride i don't know if y'all have ever been to six flags over texas i even know i know where we covered it yet we'd like to yeah y'all should go and then because you know it's what i grew up on but uh and but yeah my parents were cheap and they never took me on vacation you know broken home all that so (laughs) by the time i was (laughs) when i moved to la is the first time i went and i'm telling you I felt like a child. Uh, the the wonder in my eyes. I had never seen anything like Disney before. It was right. so beautiful. They it's so thoughtful. The queue experiences, all the visuals. Um, the even the employees are nice. I mean, Six Flags employees are like 
horny teens, you know, trying to get through their damn day for the most part. Right. And irate because they have to work uh, exactly. and they would rather just be horny. Exactly. They would rather and be doing the other summer, half of their brain. Exactly. Yeah. Summer jobs, you know, mom made them get out of the house. Um, and I was just like, this is amazing. I stayed from the very beginning to the very end. We rode every ride. I mean, it was amazing. I went with two of my sorority sisters. Um, but I have an interesting perspective uh, to be here because I'm not the I'm not the biggest enthusiast like y'all. I have the perspective of being married to one of y'all. Like oh, okay. I am married to a theme park nut, mm, right. an enthusiast of the space. Okay, okay. Mm. So and like lifelong, like uh, lifelong, for, and mm-hmm. I'm, there is no park unturned. I mean, we will detour thirty minutes an hour to get to park. Every trip we go on, I have to negotiate how many theme parks we go on sure. on the trips. You know, <laughs> so I've kind of learned to appreciate it more through him. I, I've always been, I like it, but right. like when I listen to this show, and by the way. I'm a listener podcast and oh, ride. Thank, thank you. you. Shout out to Steve Brandano. <laughs> sure, yeah. Hi, Steve. <laughs> yeah, hi, Steve. Um, we we uh, maybe Howard Stern will come up. Who knows? Mike and I sure. share share that another weird mm-hmm. niche fandom. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, I love experiencing the parks with my husband. You know, and like I've gotten more into it because of him. Sure, right. sure. So, uh, yeah. so, will you, do you like see his face on our faces when you're like talk? Like, does it sound? Does it feel the same? Does it oh, feel yeah. like obsessive? And it's just appreciative, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's another thing. I guess again, growing up, only going to Six Flags, which like Six Flags has like I'd be like, oh my god, look a dirty old Batmobile bleach from the sun. Whoa! <laughs> I thought it was cool, but then you go to Disney and you're like. Damn, the game is strong. I mean, it's on a whole other level. You know, <laughs> you didn't know it could be that yes, realistic. You, your just, standards were lower. You feel happy. It truly is the happiest place. Mm-hmm. And I took my father, who had never been to Disney as well, a few years ago, and I saw his face do the same thing. I mean, he was like, I looked over at him, and it's a small world. He had the biggest smile on his face. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was amazing. It wow. was like it, it truly is magical. And I think because we all go all the time. And we are childless people in our 30s. Sure. We kind of lose that nostalgia and that magic, but it really is a magical place. Yeah, we, we agree. And it's, it's yeah. a treat. It's a treat. Yeah, you know? yeah it's a privilege. It's a for privilege. Sure. It's go. important it's, to remember that, too. The worst thing is when you get into the perfunctory, you know, it's all about the it's all about the math and like, OK, well, if we cut through here, we save five minutes. And uh, all right. So uh, we can get on this at three thirty five. Right. Like if you I, I think we've probably all had moments of that of like, wait a minute, are, are we forgetting to uh, have fun? That <laughs> this oh, is like yeah. magical. Yeah. Although I will say almost every time I still am just like pure giddy happy like lost in it yeah there's always like one or two things i think at the end of the day you're like well that was great Mm -hmm. it becomes weird too because we're so obsessed that it literally could just be like going on a ride at night or something we're like wow we never did that before which i mean it gets to like we're playing in the margins here actually but sure there's still like your brain is still processing but that lets you find a lot of new little magic wrinkles yes for like, sure you know we ca- oh we came out of alice in wonderland while the parade was going on so we were right above yes. the parade during the outside part yeah little tiny like right. sure we've, that we've, changes it up we've talked about how we rode and i've done this once or twice before we 
wrote Big Thunder while the fireworks were going off. And it's like, whoa, I can't believe the fireworks are happening on the roller coaster. It hit this bend like perfectly, <laughs> almost the the, the fireworks. It like you. It, yes, yeah, it almost yeah. went left to right, as did we. And it was so romantic for Mike and I. And <laughs> yeah, we were together. We were alone. <laughs> just, you know. Wow. That's so romantic. And also you can get the ash in your eye at a high speed velocity as opposed to just standing still and getting ash in your eye. You get to take something home with you. Yeah. It feels different with thrust. Yes. You know what else adds to the magic as you age and also to kind of help make the experience new again is to get fucked up. Certainly. (laughs) Well, sure. I don't drink alcohol, but. I have overdosed on marijuana at Disneyland several times. Oh, my. Oh, interesting. No. The fact that I was like, we almost got a room at Grand Californian. We was like, we have to get out of here. Oh, you have to like chill <laughs> out. It was really, really bad. Oh, wow, wow. Uh, we've, no, we've, we've talked about this a little bit, yeah. like bad trips or whatever. I've right. never been high at Disneyland. Right. I think I'm afraid. To, I don't want to have like some bad. Oh, wait, I'm afraid. Except a... for downtown Disney, I got too high in the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> I think I mentioned a long time ago. Yeah. And it influenced my decision to not go to Chapman University. University. Oh, yeah. Like I don't like Anaheim. I don't want to be here because of a unrelate because because I had a bad time at the Rainforest Cafe. If you can imagine that, mm, um, impossible. Most most have times. Y'all, have y'all ever done? Like I know people that go to Disneyland on mushrooms and crazy shit like that, like acid. I've only had marijuana at or done uh, marijuana at Disney. I would never do it. I can't handle really? it. This is not a big like a puritanical thing. Yeah, just truly like I'll lose my mind. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, you're a somebody, stressed out uh, weed person. Yes, yeah, I, so I, I can. I've tried. Try it maybe yeah. one, if I could try it once a year. And then it just doesn't. It's not going to happen. I don't yeah. think somebody <laughs> and everyone is always like, you're not doing the right thing, bro. You don't know what you're doing, and it's like I think I I'm good. I think yeah. you're, you have no desire to learn, no desire to learn. I guess, but I I would love to learn, but I yeah. It I, makes have, it so much more fun. Really? Okay. Oh my god, it uh-huh. makes it. You laugh. Everything looks awesome. I mean, I've had some of the best moments of my life, probably. If well, do you remember any uh, specific any any specific highlights, or is it all kind of a blur? No, I I got I got specifics, honey. <laughs> so when I went to Disney World for my first and only time. Mm-hmm. in 2015 we were stopping there before we went to the bahamas and because again every trip i go on we negotiate theme parks so <laughs> i'd never been we did animal kingdom which we'll talk about <laughs> but then we took um we drove to magic kingdom right the, the yeah. and you take that boat over mm-hmm so we popped some candies mm. and we got fucked up <laughs> and you know, I will talk about this, I guess, but I'm not like a big food drink enthusiast because I don't eat anything and I don't drink alcohol. So like, <laughs> I don't care about food. I only eat food to live. Uh, so I don't fall over. So, but I, you can, there's, we'll talk about it maybe, but I have some Instagram accounts for vegan food at Disney. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I had this burger or like a veggie burger and I piled, it's like, you know, a little salad bar kind of thing. I piled so many damn pepperoncinis on this burger. Pepperoncinis, lettuce. I was eating it. It was the best fucking thing I've ever eaten. And it might have been garbage, but I was like, this is so good. So then we went on, we went on um, uh, the Space Mountain. Mm. And the Space Mountain at Disney World is single riders in a, in yeah. a line. Yep. And rough. Yes. And so Adam's, my husband is behind me. 
And I hear him laughing so hard that he's crying. And then I start crying laughing. But then I start thinking, oh, my God, my head's going to get lobbed off because it's in the dark and for, you get paranoid. And I'm like, I'm going to die. So I'm thinking I'm going to die and I'm crying laughing. It was such an intense, amazing experience. And I, it was so fun. Oh, so you loved it. Avenge- <laughs> uh, 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 I mean, I, I, that's the thing. If you if you OD, it could get really bad. <laughs> and this was like borderline too much. The other really bad time was at Disneyland in Tortilla Joe's. And oh, no. we we always go to Tortilla Joe's. We get fucked up. We go to Tortilla Joe's. We load up. And then we like go into the park. <laughs> we were fucking gone. We way overdosed. And that's my advice to everybody out there. Be careful with your dosage of marijuana. Be careful with your dosage. We had drank this can of quench. And I didn't know, but... Drinking marijuana actually makes you metabolize it way faster. Very fast, Uh-oh. yeah. And we made like Arnold Palmer's with like teas with this mm-hmm. lemon candy. Crunch. I, you know, the like uh, table side guac service. Of course. <laughs> I wish I could interview the guy that did our guac because <laughs> I, it felt like he was there for seven hours <laughs> and we were losing our minds. And Adam is my rock and like he keeps me safe. And I actually don't even know my way around Disney because he's a tour guide. So I just like grab onto him. I don't know where I'm going because he keeps me safe. He was a mess. And I was like, what's going to happen? Like this fucked up. We ended up leaving. We didn't even eat our food. Walking around the park, panicked, didn't ride anything. And I was like, we got to eat. We got to eat. We got to eat. We got to eat. And I don't know if it's your body telling you to eat, you know, the munchies. It's like, does your body tell you to eat because food will metabolize the marijuana out? That's a new theory that I got well fucked up in that moment. Or is it something else? But I was like eating those Mickey pretzels, Mickey pretzels, Mickey pretzels, popcorn, popcorn, because I'm vegan and there's not that, you know, don't whip, don't whip, pretzel, pretzel. I mean, I couldn't stop eating. I was like, I got to help. I got to stop this. We were there for hours. Didn't write a damn thing. Whoa. So they just wandering? Just wandering. Huh. It sounds like a nightmare. Yes. It was a nightmare. These bad ones don't seem worth the good ones. The good ones you're describing sound very nice. This is what you got to be careful because I don't want to. It's illegal. You can't. And I don't like breaking rules. You cannot. Disney is strict. Like you're not supposed to have like like even if you're staying at the hotels like on Disney property, they do not want marijuana. Despite it being. And I follow laws. Yeah. Despite Mm. it being recreationally legal in California. And if you were staying at the hotel, like you can wheel in a case of beer right that's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> which seems kind of silly but of course yeah but oh, like wait, I, smoke, I, uh, I smoked out the grand californian one time i forgot that Whoa, it, it, really? it, before the return of captain eo look at well, you, you. Like, we, we made a night i stayed at the grand Californian. me, me and, and several other uh, me and Aaron, on the and balcony friends, and katie uh i think just in the room and it, and it reeked and it was uh, <gasps> in a non-smoking room oh. yeah 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 Whoa. well but that's that's the how much I love EO wow. that I'm willing to break hotel rules <laughs> for it. Uh, but I didn't I hmm and now I don't remember I must have been really light with it, being afraid of a bad trip because I don't remember even yeah. uh, any well, specific you, high. You just got to be careful. I never ov- overdosed after that, but because it's illegal, I get fucked up prior to entering. Of course, and I and I don't smoke smoke, so I I have to use edibles and things. Mm. Uh, but after that, I learned the lesson to be way more moderate with it. Yeah. Also, be very careful with like 
the security is so intense yes. nowadays. Like they have caught people at the metal detectors. I've seen somebody yeah. on our Facebook put a photo of a guy that was dressed in disguise and he oh, yeah, yeah. caught oh, people yeah. with edibles. Oh. Yeah, and it's like a dad in like a, yeah, a like turkey leg t-shirt, like yeah. an oversized like Mickey. <laughs> yeah, it was a plain clothes. Yeah. yeah, I think the only. I think maybe I've told him this on the show. The only theme park that's ever happened was that I had a friend in town and my friend. Uh, loves uh, to imbibe uh, with the weed chocolate. So we, <laughs> he made me take some and we went to the House of Horrors at Universal Studios. Oh, hell yes. And ooh, I had a headache after that. Chucky attacked him with a knife and I lost my mind. <laughs> see, like, I always get fucked up before I go to the haunted things. Well, yes. I can oh. see the drawer. We had a couple. Now, I'm, I'm into haunts now. Um, and <laughs> I had a couple beers before. And I do think that seems fun. Because my, my thing with Disney is just in the middle of the day, two Carthay Manhattans. One one is fine also, but yeah. if you do two, you're really that's good. You lose sure. goose. You're ready to go. Mm-hmm. That's the refresher. Then you're then the whole park is fresh and new again. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know, alter that mind, baby. Yeah. So that's Safely. sort of that's my version of it. Uh, possibly getting like a beer on the uh, over by the Chinese food place. So you like you just like getting high on grenadine. Yeah, well, that is true. I, mean, I like the sugar. I like the cherry. I like the alcohol. So if it was just a bottle of alcohol, so alcohol-soaked cherries, I think that would be better for me. <laughs> just eating the cherries. Is that because, an off? Is that an off-menu item at the Carthay? Can I just get a bucket of cherries? A bucket of cherries, but they've been lightly soaked. Yeah, yeah. so there's like a little bit of alcohol content, content, yeah. but it's yeah. mainly mainly. If cherries. you're with a plaid tour guide, if you're with a VIP tour guide, they'll mm-hmm. give you that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Have y'all ever done those? I got old, one. old yeah. money bags has. Yeah, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> How much is it? Do you know? Is it like five hundred an hour or something? It's something like that. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it's. Everyone can get it too. Yeah. I didn't even realize that Anyone until a year or two money, ago. You know, yeah, right. Jason's qualification for being a money bags is knowing someone with money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Mister knows a money bag. Hollywood, I, Hollywood, Hollywood. Carlson probably would have been the better joke. Jason's that would have been the. Jason's also like. Uh, I maybe like they'll see me like in a different pair of pants. Like I have three pairs of pants in one week and be like, oh, someone's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> you're a bit of a, I think Jason was like, you're a bit of a clothes horse, aren't you? That you is are. A, you rotate your closet a lot. I know, but no one else has ever said that. I'm just saying like no one else has been like, huh. Is that new? <laughs> like maybe that's something. I no, you're adding that judgment in there. I am not. Adding you are that adding judgment. that judgment in there. The I was trying to pay a you couple, a compliment. You just did a couple seconds ago. What? The judge? Oh, the judgment about the clothes horse. Yeah, about the clothes horse. Okay, so you un, you've judged me in different ways. No, that was an observation. The clothes horse. You're right. That was like a compliment. The clothes horse was benign. The other ones definitely had a definitely was judging. Me. Oh yes, you're very cavalier with money, and I worry about you. But that was being honest, you know. My, I think that is true. I think my role on the podcast, once in a, maybe I view it sometimes as being something of a referee between Mike and Jason. Mm-hmm. And here's what I'll say. Yeah. Uh, uh, that does that. It I do when you tell that I do sound hear the. 
judgment and yeah. I feel like that judgment is familiar to me. <laughs> However, I've also heard Mike tell stories in which judgment is added that was not there in my version of the original story. Uh-huh. So I think there could be fault on both sides here. That mm. is my official referee call. I need okay. a whistle for these in the future. That's that my sounds feeling. like you're not you're we're, everyone wins. I th- yeah, <laughs> yes, everyone is right and wrong. Um, Very diplomatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think so F- fuck both y'all. Oh, that's okay. my we rule. We both lose, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> as long as it's fair. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, Equal fucks to go around. So, Jackie, were you like way into Disney as a child? Just the movies and stuff as well. Yes, definitely. 90s kid. I mean, Little Mermaid, Lion King, sure. Aladdin, that kind of sweet spot. The mm-hmm. music. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had wanted to go to Disney, but again, never got taken. Sure. <laughs> I mean, sorry. in Texas, you're, you're smack the in the middle. Away. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and again, we had Six Flags. Sure. So <laughs> I you always know. wondered why or if Disney ever thought about doing a Texas outpost. That seems like a good, yeah. it's in the middle. It, I don't think it would space. split the audience of either California or, whereas it, weirdly they were trying to do the one in uh, Virginia, which I think would cut into uh, uh, Florida. But like Texas, it feels like also there'd be some massive piece of property oh, for sure. that'd be perfect for Disney, Texas. Just cut, cut a big old cattle ranch down or something, you know? <laughs> Pave that shit over. Hey, skedaddle. I, I feel <laughs> somewhere like else to graze. Yeah, I feel like we're not going to get another like state what like park they're gonna do much more like there'll be like 10 more china parks before we get like another one in america you mean from scratch yes you think mm-hmm. yeah, unless yeah, they right. start buying up unless we have you know there was the rumor that they're gonna buy knots uh, oh, yeah. uh I, I could see that sort of thing occurring they become a, a west field of uh would there be sure. like a, a shuttle like underground between the two or something well they were talking about a monorail lab when oh. they were like 10 years oh, 10 years ago 15 years ago 20 uh-huh. years ago i think 20 years it? ago Mm. Yeah. How cute was that monorail in Japan? Oh, oh yeah, um, very cute. Oh, you so done cute. Japan then? I, so, uh, like everybody mm-hmm. in 2018, mm-hmm. I went to Tokyo. I know. This is the Japan time That's in everyone's it, lives. Uh, what is that? What? Yeah. What's what? happening? Somebody went, and then everyone was like, "Oh, I should do that." I don't know. Literally, every motherfucker in LA yeah. went to Japan. Last everyone, year. I dozens yeah. of people. If I throw, hey, any recommendations? There's like the the like three page dense yeah. dense tome email. Yeah. I feel like. I have this from 12 people There's which is great I'm emails. so excited this is all wonderful yeah. but yeah it is what's in the water why are we all uh, I don't know what are we after I feel like it hit critical mass in the last couple of years I do feel like maybe my parents or other people like a certain generation it's still kind of like Japan is right. like kind of a strange Very place to go right mm-hmm. but really Japan has been here all along. Mario has been here all along. <laughs> you know, true. like there's so many different things that like are part of our culture and then anime and all that. So, like everything it didn't is... make sense to Doc Brown in 1955. But <laughs> in 85, he knows the Japanese make all the best stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like we finally like as a culture been like, oh yeah, there's a bunch of cool crap there. And then you go there and it's like, this is very familiar. Mm-hmm. This is like very similar. Tony Baxter was talking about how like the culture there is very similar to American culture when they build a Disney there. 
like cute is a thing that mm-hmm. resonates with the with the people there as opposed to France where they shun cute <laughs> when you get past five years old or something. <laughs> so it's like we went there and we've been listening to I've especially I've been digging deep with Japanese city pop lately mm-hmm. and like Japanese rock and roll. And you're like, this is just a parallel universe where it's the exact same sound as our pop music. So it's like awesome because you're like, this sounds like a Neil Young record that never came out, but it's Japanese people and they're singing in Japan or oh, Japanese. Overwhelming that it's like an entire, you mean, I'm not even done with cool pop culture, yeah. especially There's of a lot 70s, more 80s, 90s. Yeah. 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 So I mean, how do you even begin? So, I don't understand. So yeah. And then with Japan, of course, the added thing of like, there's a Disneyland there and then it's like and a the really best one. good Disneyland. Yeah, and also yeah. like, what'd my, you think? What, how was your time? It was good. I know you haven't been. And I know you don't want to know. Oh, sure. Um, I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed the podcast to ride on it. I was I texted Mike. I was like driving and just and just nodding my head being like, yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Um, we did not go as extensively as they did, you know, like going to the damn anti skunks cafe and sitting for two hours. Like, <laughs> we didn't do that. You know, uh, we were we only had two days <laughs> and we really like hustled. Yeah. And and that's we had we got an amazing flight um, for people that are curious about going to Japan. Black Friday, Singapore Air. We oh. had round trip tickets on Singapore Air, which is a luxury airline for three hundred dollars. Wow, that's wow. crazy! The catch is, it was only for a week, so we mm. made that trip count. I mean, we because I also went up to see the Snow Monkeys up in the Alps of Japan. Oh, right, right. And that took a two days, and right. then we did a real con up there. It was awesome, and then we had, to, of course, because I'm married to Adam McCabe. Two days at Disney, sure. negotiated in you our negotiate, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he was comfortable with non-theme park uh, yeah, things on the course. agenda. Yes, sure, but sure. you know, we only did two days. We did one day at Disney and one day at Tokyo Disney Sea. Well, how'd that go? Was it hellish? It so w- explain to me. The hell Scott, of Scott, two Scott, days. Scott, please lay it on thicker. An, please, I don't. I, think. I know this is a constant thing of like, how many days do you spend there? Yeah. And I remember when I think Adam was talking to you, Mike, and he said you only need two days, and you were like, what? What? We're doing four, you know. But again, we don't sit at Mama Skunk's cafe. Like we don't go in every goddamn bathroom. Right. We don't look at everything. Right. From Mama I, Skunk's cafe. What's her name? Her name, I believe, is Grandma Sarah. Grandma Sarah. <laughs> I believe. Honey. I don't. She was not a skunk. She was like a bad, no bad. A possum. A possum. A possum. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, y'all yeah. know what I meant, damn it. Okay? Yeah, we did. I didn't know. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's it was awesome. Yeah. I think. Tokyo Disney Sea is my favorite Disney park now, but, sure. uh, but Animal Kingdom second. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it's do you beautiful. want to, do you want to start getting into it? I, uh, I, I mean, mean, we can also, we can tangent for, uh, forever. I but, also uh, just want to say that y'all yeah. have to go to Efteling. Okay. I okay. know. So none we of know y'all have been? None of us. Jason, you haven't no. been? No, I've never been to Europe. Y'all oh, gotta man. fucking go, man. Is there yeah. a deal? Is there a Black Friday deal? That you know of I that? don't know. Okay. You just, because you fly into Amsterdam. Oh, uh, what is that one? Norwegian Air. Have y'all flown on Norwegian Air? No. Norwegian Air is the spirit airlines of Europe, <laughs> but not, not that bad. Right. Mm-hmm. It was actually really nice. It's no frills, but you can get cheap flights. Yeah. I mean, cheap, like $250 to Europe from LA. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get cheap flights. They do Black Friday, but they have sales all the time. Get on their email list. I'm going to run that. We're going to, I want to do a Europe trip soon. I'm going to run it by my business manager over here okay, on yeah. the couch, and I'm going to see if I can afford it in the next oh, couple Mike's of years. Oh, Mike's pointing at these stack of Chase Visa cards <laughs> on the couch next to me. I'm just going um, credit cards. Uh, 
<laughs> it's yeah, next so. to the payday loan form to pay for the. He was crushed by all his credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> all 250 be, choked him. Be, be a fine way to go. <laughs> Do that, well. by the See, here. that's what I thought why so many people are going to LA because, or, or going to Japan because mm. from LA, it's usually uh, less expensive to fly to Asia as opposed to flying to Europe. But Interesting. You can get mm-hmm. cheap flights. Mm. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. twi- tw- uh, Twitter accounts that are like just mm-hmm. have constant like sales and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Norwegian Air uh, and get Singapore Air Black Friday if you want to go. And they have they have we almost got these cheap flights to Bali. Really? Because I was like, we got to plan a trip for 2019. Where are we going to go? Adam wants to go to Switzerland. Um, I was trying to do like uh, Norwegian Air and it wasn't really working Mm -hmm. to get out there. But I was like, it was so cheap to go to Bali. And I was like, oh, we should do this. But that I didn't done research. I love planning. I love a good itinerary. Uh I love a good plan. (laughs) Sure. Uh, What did you tie Efteling into with your negotiation theme park? Okay, on our honeymoon. So for our honeymoon, we did London, Paris, Amsterdam. Wow, wonderful. And Efteling is, if people don't know, it's older than Disneyland. Mm. And by a few years and the rumor is that Walt went there saw it and said oh I got to do this in America and kind of ripped it off that okay. I just saw the weekend this weekend that was debunked oh interesting there's okay. no record that that he was there but I have heard yeah, that yeah I don't know you're no right I just read things in his lifetime <laughs> yeah. of, uh, uh, I mean they saved everything else so it wouldn't surprise me if they're there if there was but it doesn't seem like it interesting that huh. guy that guy on who on instagram stories who works for disney who's always answering questions oh, okay said he oh, had really? never come across that huh, huh. unless he's just covering for his uh his it's favorite his yes. artist. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> he could be could be covering for the narrative like no no well, this never went no it was for the bench that we bought <laughs> the historic it was griffith park and that it was is griffith all. park That's the tale it would be funny of like the historian that finds like the Walt notes from Efteling and the pictures of him there and like thinking and he's like I must burn this <laughs> the mother but world must like, Lee, like Lisa uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I read that they also like helped Walt Oh man. Like mm. some mm. of the planners or ride people were involved in Disney, well, but I don't know. Well, and what I've learned now is that this place, uh, uh, Garner Holt Animatronics, uh, which is responsible for like all, all these great animatronics at Knotts, and also what do they do in Disney? They did uh, Jack Skellington and the, they the did, new dragon and Phantasmic. The monsters in uh, Tokyo, right? Um, oh, I think so. And uh, um, well, what's the other one? Mystic Pooh? Manor. Do they do? Pooh and they've too? done a lot of they've they've done a ton of animatronics for uh, Efteling as well. So if you if you feel Disney vibes there now, it could be the the Garner Holt thing. Mm. Yeah. Um. So they and that made me want to go really bad. I didn't know. I feel like I'd heard it presented, or I was like, "Is this some like preserved in amber weird park from the past?" And hearing that they have cutting edge stuff, it, it's, too. It's both. Hmm. It it is very much. I mean, you are literally in a forest in the middle mm-hmm. of the Netherlands. Wow. I went in the fall. It was so gorgeous. I mean, it's not like Disney where you're in like a suburban area and there's homes and you're turning in. I mean, the ride to get to Efteling is probably the craziest ride of, that you'll go on there. I mean, because mm-hmm. you take this crazy bus from a subway stop out of Amsterdam mm-hmm. and it was nuts. And everyone warned me, but I don't want to ruin it. If, if you've been to Efteling and you got there from from Amsterdam, you know, it's just the bus driver. And it was full of people like Dutch people on their way to work and living their lives. And we're two childless 30 year olds from fucking America with our <laughs> luggage, you know, schlepping it there. But it's crazy. 
Um, but it's a beautiful park and uh-huh. it's fantasy fairy tale and you're immersed so deeply because no one's speaking English around you um, and nothing is in English um, and it has really cool fun cutting edge rides but it also has like classic old wooden creatures and, and, and the lighting is beautiful and once again Amsterdam I was fucked up but <laughs> but not that much because the weed in Amsterdam didn't work on me because oh. I think I'm a California stoner. I'm not really, I don't really even smoke that much anymore. You needed the corn syrup. You needed that yes, American corn exactly. syrup additive for the GMO kick. GMO, yeah. Monsanto shit. Yeah. Do, um, do they sell weed at Efteling? No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. And and well, I, like I said, we didn't smoke it. I don't think you're allowed. And I'm obviously not going to break laws internationally either. Sure, so no, I had yeah. like a an edible cookie or something. Um, And it was okay. It, it was really light. It was nice. I would have liked to up it a little bit. But it helps. Mm-hmm. It helps enhance the experience. That sure. seems like a place to do oh, it. People, also, talk to any of the Boom Chicago people. Okay. Any of our friends at Boom Chicago is a comedy show in the Netherlands or in Amsterdam that uh-huh. a lot of friends of ours from like the Upper Citizens Brigade go over and perform at. They go on acid. They go on everything. And the stories are insane. <laughs> I don't want to name names in case anybody's embarrassed, but we have friends that have gone to Efteling like fully fucked up wow. on like crazy drugs. Do you, okay, I'm not asking you to name uh, names, certainly yeah. not, but I'm, here's what I'm curious about. Can, can you can you name something in Efteling that you think would be particularly frightening uh, while on acid or something or something that factors into one of their stories? There are some... The Dutch are a wild bunch. <laughs> There's like spooky stuff at Efteling. There's a lot of like weird moody rides. There's a ride called... Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh, what is it? No, it was this one ride that everyone told us to go on. It's sort of like a madhouse. Okay. And I don't want to ruin anything, but uh-huh. that would probably be a pretty weird experience. There are some like ghosty things, mm-hmm. kind of um haunted mansion esque things, mm-hmm. uh, and crazy rides like roller coasters and thrilling things. Okay. The Flying Dutchman, honey. <laughs> Do y'all know anything about Efteling? No, yeah. I've kind of, I've kind of, I'm not, I'm not in any spoiler territory. Yes. Uh, uh, but uh, but I I'd like to go someday. But what's up with Flying Dutchman? It's a water. It's like a, a haunted a um, oh, haunted pirate ship water ride. Ooh, wow! All right. And they do crazy. I mean, y'all gotta go if you're a theme park head and you're looking for a trip. Y'all gotta go to Efteling. Uh, now, it's really cool. 
So, so let me, for just the very boring practical nature of it, so how do you get there? Because I have heard right. it's, it's, it's far away, yeah. so, but you can take this magical bus yes. from Amsterdam. It, I'm not going to lie to y'all, it was a little stressful to get there, and I had been warned that it was, and I had emails detailed from, from again, friends of ours who did Boom Chicago, like, okay, you turn left, you're going to see a green light, go three steps forward. I mean, I had Ooh. really detailed emails. I remember we were leaving our hotel in Amsterdam, and our fucking internet and our phones just stopped working. And it's one of those things where it's like, you don't expect that to happen. So we were totally boned. So we missed a train, missed a train. It like screwed us up. Finally, our phones started working. We get on the train because Google Maps is really helpful um, oh, yeah. in Japan. I mean, we did y'all get a portable Wi-Fi? No, well, mine was just my I have the plan that it's fine. I, oh, okay. I, I got a portable Wi-Fi ahead of time. And so you basically have Wi-Fi all the time, no matter where you are, if you're underground, up in the mountains, up with the snow monkeys, wherever you are. Mm. It was really helpful. My phone was 100% connected all the time. Wow. Google Maps, you type in, I'm going here. It'll go, okay, turn left, get on this train. You're going to take it three stops. You're going to get off here. It's a must for like, you know, dumb Americans. Okay. okay. Um, Good to know. So I, <laughs> and, and everyone's, again, we're privileged. So everyone does speak English pretty much. And I, that was true in Tokyo and in the Netherlands. But you get off a train and then you walk down and you go up and you say, I want to go to Efteling. And they'll go, OK, you get on this bus you know, and you do. And, but, you know, if you miss them, you have to wait. And then if you can't find the stop and you miss it and blah, blah. And then they drop you off at a certain location. And it might not be. We were staying at the hotel at Efteling and we had missed that stop. So then we had to carry our luggage through the entire park. And it's double the size of Disneyland. <laughs> and so, and then we're like schlepping luggage through the park, you know. And then we had to go back to the front to start over. Like my feet were so sore that day. Mm. Like it, you were, you walk a lot. Yikes, yikes! But, but it's um, worth it, huh? But yeah. Um. Well, I think we were talking about topics with you, and I think Efteling was a, was an option, and we were like, I don't think we we can do it justice until we go. You have to go, yeah. Uh, and, and thus we landed on Animal Kingdom. Yes. Which we've covered, we were talking, we just recently talked about Expedition Everest mm-hmm. and realized we have not, oh my, have we not done an Animal right. Kingdom uh, ride of any kind. Right. And uh, and here you bring this up, this is a good chance to talk about the the, uh, the part place overall and the broad strokes of it. Why Animal Kingdom? What's the Animal Kingdom? Okay, thing? so I am an animal nut. Uh-huh. And I don't get... I don't get many interactions with anim- wild animals because I don't believe in a lot of them morally. Oh, sure. Um, I don't like zoos for the most part. Uh-huh. I don't like e- interactive animal like the fucking porcupine cafes and shit. And I'm like, no, let those porcupines go. It's not okay. You're okay with Grandma Sarah's uh, cafe? Oh, Grandma no. Sarah. Skunk. What's Anti-skunk. it called? Anti-skunkies. Anti-skunkies. cafe. I actually, after listening to y'all's episode, I watched a YouTube on it, and it does look really cool in there. It's very cute, and yeah. the music was which, really which cool. Which park? Where's that? It's in Disneyland. It's, next, it's a Splash Mountain restaurant, essentially. Oh, neat. In okay. Tokyo, okay. Disney. Okay. Okay. And yeah. uh, fun fact about opossums I learned recently, they look scary, but they are unlikely to have rabies because their blood temperature is too low. Good to know. I saw <laughs> yeah. a possum last night going down my street. Yeah. Oh. You could have uh, kissed it. Could have made friends with it. Could have kissed it. They might <laughs> fuck you up, but you won't get to get rabies shot. You could have drank its blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure could have. So I don't believe in most uh, animal interactive things, uh, although I will say... I did go to the snow monkeys in Japan. Mm-hmm. If you have time, it's amazing. Really, really. Okay. Um, and then I did go see the swimming pigs in the Bahamas. Oh. oh. And it was the best moment of my whole <laughs> life. I sobbed when I saw them. It was like oh. a big moment. I did, We got engaged right before that, but it was like beautiful. And But I got read to filth over it 
because vegans love to come for each other. So uh, I my my wedding was written up in a vegan magazine and and I got like I can't believe you did that, you know? And then I was just like, "Oh, you it's like there's so many levels to people's beliefs and things and part of me was like, "Oh shit, should I even talk about Animal Kingdom because there's animals and they're oh. captive and Oh like, no, you think shit's going to people like no, your because, degree of followers Because listen, might. here's where I'm at now with it, okay? Our our animals, especially the animals in Africa, are being hunted and killed. Most of them are on endangered species list. Mm-hmm. Disney treats them well. I've done tons of research, which we'll talk about oh, when we get okay. to the... They treat them well. They're breeding there. They're keeping them safe. Is it? Is there, you know, an aspect to it of, like, people driving cars past these animals? Sure. But at this point, I'd rather these animals be safe and alive and healthy and monitored mm-hmm. than being free and shot and killed, you know? Right. Yeah. So, sure. May have saved the white rhino exactly. population. <laughs> exactly. Right? Wow. Yes. So, you know, That's, it is what it is. I, I think I don't go to zoos typically because, like, animals on, like, big fake fiberglass rocks make me sad, but they brought in so many species of plants it's all real grass you know Mm -hmm. we'll talk about it when we get to that part but um, i'm gonna give it a pass (laughs) and if you want to if you want to come for me go ahead but you heard it you heard her vegan army (laughs) bring it it on could Um, you imagine this is what you get canceled for jackie going on a theme park podcast our first guest got canceled (laughs) (laughs) i would be honored honored to be the first canceled guest (laughs) we'll see how far i go well if bugsy didn't get canceled (laughs) you're you're probably fine well he's dead he's a skeleton he was canceled by being alive yeah um yeah that's the thing i was like uh, in, in thinking about this park as a whole, I remember that it was, I think people like PETA was upset when it opened and there was that general concern. I like, and you'll see it on a list on, you'll see animal kingdom on lists of controversial things Disney has done to have animals in captivity. But if you, unless they're doing a good job covering it up or something, it's not like there are tons of stories of the awful things happening to animals. I do think that they are uh, kept up well. From my uh, mildest of research, it seems like you've done more potentially, well, so was, that's good. I wanted to make sure again, like I won't do dolphin swimmings. It's oh, okay. I think it's so wrong. Hmm. Uh, dolphin oh. sonar goes off like crazy. They shouldn't be in confined areas. Like I think it's torture for them. If you go on oh, vacation in your hotels, like let's rank dolphins. <laughs> I'm sure I would literally weep with joy. I mean, imagine how amazing it would be with that poor animal. You know, I have a lot of issues with things. I don't even think dog breeding should be legal. I think it's fucked up to make dogs have babies and then sell them. I think that's fucked, you know? Mm, yeah. Sure. But did I go on Disney's <laughs> Safari, yes. <laughs> was it amazing? Yes. Okay. You know what? This is what it is. Okay. Do your research. The, the Kilimanjaro Safari is what you're talking about. Yes. Which I went on, I hadn't been on it in years, and then we went on a couple years ago. And I was like, are they allowed to get this close to us? Like, I was. I mean, isn't it crazy? It is cra- it's crazy. It's, it truly is like a real African safari, but in Florida. Yes. Yeah. And I've always wanted to do a safari, but they're so expensive. How much are they? I mean, tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, wow. Okay. And again, you have to be safe. There's a lot going on in certain territories and things. I'm sure you could probably get a cheaper one, but because <laughs> I used to be a dog walker. We kind of talked about this when I got here. I had a client who was like very wealthy and they went on one and it looked like just the most amazing, like, but it was, 
how much who knows you know? yeah for some comfort i'd imagine you're, you're paying a lot of money and you're popping those pills you're worried about malaria right, there's a lot going on yeah mm-hmm. no but malaria in florida babe orlando's crew is fine <laughs> it's so safe yeah, yeah. which does just the brain eating parasites yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sinkholes there's and stuff to worry sinkholes about. yes the uh, sink there's a spot by the magic kingdom where they can't build a hotel because they kept sending beams down to test and the beams wouldn't come back and uh, <laughs> <laughs> spit up like in the middle of Epcot one day. The beams! Uh, the beams! <laughs> <laughs> Shooting through the air. A beam cano. Um, yeah, so it's a yeah a safe way to see animal, And it does... Well, so, so on the safari thing, this is pretty like Animal Kingdom basics, I guess. But if, if you're listening and you're not a super nerd, the whole thing about this ride, you see this wide variety of animals and they get very close to you. And you're like, how are they... Could they just lunge? Uh, but there are the, there are natural barricades set up. They designed this area mm-hmm. so that this moat is here, or this little like stopping mechanism is on the ground, but the guests can't see it. So actually, you are safe at all times, but in a way that is not cage oriented. And it's this is something Disney has pioneered, and that I think other. I'm not totally sure. I think other like zoos or uh, nature parks have started to do it. Right. Disney, like, like, yeah, huge leap forward in this industry uh, uh, to actually plan things in a smart way and not just mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's a bunch of uh, fences. It'll electrocute them if they touch it. There was also yeah. concern, like, how would they, especially for the safaris, get the animals to come towards the people? And, like, they figured out tricks like, well, if you put the tree that has the giraffe's favorite kind of leaf on it that is like candy to them and you put that on a lazy Susan and you rotate it towards like where the path is, they will come towards the uh, uh, huh, the, huh. The, the tree and the guests. It's really, they really thought a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How ba- Do you remember when you were little and you went to the zoo and like you'd be like, oh, that's supposed to be a hippo but you couldn't see shit? Yeah. It's like they thought sure. about all that. There's like hippo hidden food troughs, hidden water things that will make them come closer. And it's crazy how close they come. Yeah, they get yeah. very close. The only thing that's bad, I feel like, is they say don't, like, yell at the animal. Mm-hmm. And everyone does. Yeah. Right. Both times I've been on it, it's like, don't... I feel like I forget if it's yell. It's not taking pictures, because I don't think that would bother... But it's like, don't call they, them to the car. They and then tell it's you like, at a certain point to like lower your voice and not say anything and stuff like that. But then there's but like a giant does. heavy vehicle, sh- you know, going through. Well, you had like one of the person because there's also about this thing, the, the Kilimanjaro Safari. It's the most impressive job like to do it. I'm so blown away by the people who do it, who have to do the announcing. Like, it's like the Jungle Cruise, but they're driving a real car mm-hmm. through rough terrain. Right. Which yeah. I just learned is like a like a giant flatbed truck it's that insane. they modified. So it's like a it's a difficult vehicle to operate. And they're telling they're they're telling you the plot and everything, too. They're telling you everything. They're asking questions. They're like putting the car in different gears they're waiting for other cars because maybe there's an animal on the track essentially and they have to wait they're doing so much and it's seamless yeah and you're like whoa what a skill you have i wonder what training was involved i mean how long they had to train to get that job it has to be the most impressive of all like the ride operator jobs and when the ride first opened there was like a storyline that there were poachers which makes a lot less sense yeah that you were like you had to chase the po you were like we gotta stop these poachers oh now see i've only i did it with that 
overlay and i don't think i knew it's not there i now. think that element yeah, of gone. it is gone so i might like it more now because i found that unpleasant and literally all yeah. i can remember about it are terrible tinny sound effects in that jeep of like uh-huh. poachers like coming in on the radio <laughs> am i am i remembering this correctly like that they catch the signal and like yeah there's some crackly yeah watch out tigers i think you also are likely to see more animals now especially because like that park is open later now that was a big thing like mm-hmm. noise is a big concern with all these animals animal kingdom used to close much earlier than the other parks uh uh once they got the pandora world of avatar in there though there i think they realized like well we need to keep this park open a little later for the bioluminescence for the bioluminescence and then they added the rivers of light nighttime show and so and then they started experimenting with like later in the evening safaris with some lighting and like you know you get more nocturnal animals out or animals who sleep at the hottest points of the day come out so Mm. um yeah the park's open i checked it was like yesterday or today was open till eight and like every mm-hmm. other park was also open till eight okay yeah i also like fireworks because they started doing fireworks in the recent past and people were concerned about is that a problem fireworks near the but apparently they do they're in animal kingdom I guess no so no but no i don't, I don't like that i think they did like a new they got in some they got checked on because there was a New Year's Eve fireworks. Oh, okay, okay. But like the gotcha. Rivers of Light nighttime show yeah, that has like fireworks, no right? fireworks. Oh, they don't have a regular yeah. fireworks. But they have thing. a show gotcha. in front now of the Tree of I'm Life. I'm fucking done with fireworks. I don't think so really? many fireworks. I'm fucking done with them. Wow. That's, that's been my take. We had to say controversial opinions a while ago. I'm, I'm, I'm not I, too... Once you've seen one, you've seen them all. They're loud. They're polluting. They really stress dogs out. I mean, if anyone's mm-hmm. a dog owner... And, you know, a, a busy area during 4th of July is a fucking nightmare. That's you true. Know? Let's can we stop with the fucking fireworks or do them like once a damn week or something? I don't know. There's so you're, it's more of a concern for the local area. You think I just is think the they're dumb. I think they're overrated and I think mm. they're very polluting and loud and they stress things out. They stress out animals. I think that will. I think there'll be a time when they're replaced by drones. That's what it yeah. feels like is going to happen. Mm. Well, there's a sparkly drones, like 150 drones that shoot up into the sky and make like design, like whatever. I would love that. I mean, they're they've like tested it and stuff. I'm down for that. Whatever, like cool thing design they would make in the sky would be now drones. But you can't float them over people's heads right now is the problem. Mm. Oh, I see. There's speculation for Anaheim. We're going to at least for a little while see less and less fireworks and more and more drones or projection-y kind of stuff as they claim backstage buildings for expansion. Oh, because they used to fire them off from back there, but now they'd land on now ashes would land. They used to fire off off like a, a office building or a parking garage and like cast members could like go into their parking garage and be like really close and yeah. watch and jesus uh, i i hate to be such an aggro dude about this but i love <laughs> when <laughs> i love when the fire shoots up either in world of color or in the, the one of the old disneyland shows and it's usually like uh, accompanied by the Star Wars theme, and they just like, shoot flames into the sky. And I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I was gonna say, if if we are heading to a less firework centric time, while he's still on this Earth, let's allow uh, McCartney to still do it during uh, Living Let Die. Well, we okay. don't, you know, he. Bless his heart. We don't have much more Paul McCartney touring, most likely. Um, just so pure math. I'm fine I think he's going to go for yeah. longer than anybody thinks. Same, but, uh, Same, but I'm, I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. So this is this actually a perfect segue. Last night, because uh, 
Scott and I went to see Ringo Starr a couple years ago, and you <laughs> guys were there. there. You I were was there. very oh, that's high. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was very high. Oh, yeah. Well, I oh, couldn't tell. Y'all were making me laugh. I was crying, laughing. Y'all were so funny. I just oh, still remember. It was what, such what a could beautiful we have been night. Y'all were wearing, weren't that funny. Y'all were wearing your little Hawaii shirts, you know, Margaritaville, all that. <laughs> I was <laughs> laughing my ass off. At Ringo Starr? No, at think... them two, at, at Scott and Mike. I don't, mm. I don't think we were wearing so Hawaiian shirts in Ringo. No, mm. you were in my mind, okay? Don't ruin <laughs> I this. I think you, you were already no, you were. Don't work. you think, Scott, you were in some kind of Hawaiian shirt? I Very think, possibly. I have a photo somewhere. I'll pull it out. I was probably, uh, you know, yeah, I, hey, I was It was probably something sort of like 60s, it psychedelic awesome. yeah. or something. It so, was really fun. So I looked last night and I was like, are there any instances of Beatles at Disneyland, mm. specifically oh, Ringo? We and have I a found rare case of visual aids oh on the television. In the blog, I found a blog. We'll post this of all Beatles and oh. Disney related photos. Oh, wow. Hey, good very, for them. What's the blog? Uh, I'll, DisneyBeatles.tumblr.com. Wow. Um, and there's some, uh, nothing amazing, but some pretty cool. So here's Whoa. John. Yes. Well, John wore a Mickey Mouse shirt. Yeah, pretty but classically. Sure. And John also dissolved the Beatles officially at Walt Disney World. At the yes. Polynesian. At the, oh my he God. signed the papers saying On Christmas over. I didn't know that. At the Polynesian. Yeah. Well, wait. Um, now, I heard the other rumor that the papers were delivered, but there was a problem. So that it was signed in another location in Florida. Oh, not at Disney World? At, yeah, not We're at Disney World, but he was then. at the Polynesian. Mm. But there's a picture, so one or two pictures go around. It's like, here, here. he is at the Polynesian, and it's John a different Florida. John and thus the paper. I don't know why I'm debunking everything today. Like, <laughs> I don't... Actually, Jason, this is, Jason ruins, I spent like a ruins half a day... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I gotta grow my hair out. I'm gonna do that. Uh, I gotta give you the hair. Yeah, I spent this? like half a day reading about the. That's the, the contemporary there. Yeah. Oh, the contemporary behind John Lennon. Uh, there's a couple. Like John is a Disneyland uh, here with John a monorail driver. 1974. It's, it's really John funny Lennon. that John Lennon went to Disney World. And that almost can't right? swear. He's at Disneyland too in these photos too. So like he must have kind of liked it. John wow. stayed at the Polynesian. Here is Paul. 2009. Mm, Alan with with the, his the younger, Autopia? Yeah, on the Autopia with his oh. young uh, daughter. Wow, cool. Do we know for sure that's Paul McCartney? I mean, that could... Yeah, look at you the You think mouth. he was singing his famous song, Red Rose Speedway? Speedway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not the better car-related not song he's baby, written? <laughs> certainly not, baby, you could drive my car. No, red, we all think of Red Rose Speedway. Uh -huh. Now, look at this. This We're is Ringo Starr oh. in New Orleans Square <laughs> with a plaid. I mean, is there a greater photo than this? He's dad now hard. Yes. Yeah, real big hat. Or his dad. And they have like Ringo and his children walk around Disneyland in the mid-1970s with their plaid, Linda Allen. The plaid is named. Plaids have yeah. names. Look at that. Wow. Uh, this I don't know. Uh, Linda was lovely. Can't see anything Oh, it, that's them in the costumes. Like the I'm the walrusy shit. They're saying that's oh, the right, Beatles right, right. in those outfits. But um, who knows? Then there's Muppet. Bits, and that's cool, but that's not what they should not have this on here. <laughs> uh, Sean Lennon just has a Disney shirt on. That's cute. I love the idea because I no, love like this. niche tumblers, <laughs> mm -hmm. like uh -huh. celebrities yeah. in Disney shirts. I think that's a fun tumbler. Yeah, yeah. Look at Ringo eating a popsicle or an ice cream at Disneyland. <laughs> cute. Cute. That combines all of our interests. That really in does. It sure does. That photo is the nexus of Scott Michael Jason. Uh -huh. Um, there's not too much more on here. You went right here. past Winnie the Pooh recreating Abbey yeah, Road. Yeah, but that doesn't do much for me. <laughs> there's some cartoons here. You're looking here. for authentic oh, oh, Beatle oh. content. How about this? 
Paul in a like grandma Mickey sweatshirt <laughs> with like some sort of chalice. Wow. Yes. I think probably we all have grandmas who wore things sick. similar to that. that yeah. Shirt is but sick. the collar is the grandma thing, especially about it. And this is from like 80, I think it I says. I want to wear that. 80s. Do y'all ever go to those Disney After Dark special nights or whatever? I'm going to 90s night next oh, month. Oh, you are. And ah, I'm so excited. You'll have to report back. Speaking of um, celebrities in, di- in Mickey clothes, I got this sick Mickey sweatshirt at a thrift store and when i was buying it the woman goes you know who used to wear this sweatshirt not the same exact one maybe type. but princess diana what? there's what? a photo of princess diana if you google princess diana mickey sweatshirt she's wow. in this white sweatshirt and i have the same one and i'm wearing it disney's 90 night baby that's no. great wow. wow yeah it's a um, throwback it, to the, the, the reign of princess that's diana right. that's you, right uh so there's paul with Little Feruza Balk on the set of Return to Oz. Whoa, cool. Wow. was on the set of Return to Oz? I don't know what the hell that's all about. Strange. Yeah. And we all know Paul was on the set of Pirates 4. There it is. (laughs) There's the people's princess. If you Google Princess Diana Mickey, the picture comes up. No kidding. But I have it right here. Cool. She has, I think that's Harry on her back, and he's wearing a Mickey sweatshirt as well. Do we think that's at a park? No, maybe not. I don't think this is, but there are photos of her at Disney World also. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, here, well, we should here. We'll we'll throw this to the audience, too. If you know, send us your favorite photos of your favorite or least favorite stars uh, wearing <laughs> Disney uh, sweaters. Uh, 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 that? sweaters. I'm into sweaters almost more than Have y'all seen celebrities else. at Disney, like with their guides? Um, here and there. Do you ever find out that you were there the same day when you like? I was. Yes. That, I yes. saw Mark yeah. Hoppus was there the same day as me, and I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. say hi." Because you went to Blink in Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. You're like a Blink diehard. Yeah, I'm going again, and they're doing like this back to the beach fest or something in Huntington Beach in April, May. I'm going again. Hmm. I gotta get my Blink fix. <laughs> you know, you know what's my favorite? I forget if I've said this on the podcast before that the. Uh, I, I have a f- hazy memory of that I may have as a child been going been in line for the teacups and that into the booth where the announcements are made on the teacups. I think maybe Tim Allen got on and made the teacup announcement oh. because Whoa. I think it ended. I think it was it was kind of confusing what was going on, but I think it's possible that he an announcement was made and then he did. Ha, 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 and the, and people in line went, oh. Oh, but maybe I just didn't understand what the hell was going on. Yeah. Does yeah. Anyone, if anyone wow. can vouch for Tim Allen's uh, whereabouts throughout the 90s. I mean, they would have probably had to pay him for that. You know what I mean? Uh, if I were him, I wouldn't give them my voice for free. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, Disney's paid him quite a bit of money. So, yeah, yeah. Maybe, but maybe he's, I don't know, maybe he was in a good mood on a vacation. Maybe he was tripping uh, and feeling like giving it out for free. Don't you think there's so many celebrity voices at Disneyland? Uh, like the monorail. Isn't that Billy West? Is that Billy no. West? No. I don't think so. No. It's just somebody doing a Billy West impression <laughs> then. It's a similar, I hear what you're saying. I know, yeah, it's a similar, but but then they have like some of those people. Like are, Neil Patrick Harris does one, right? Well, he's gone now. He was the roller coaster. coaster. Incredicoaster. coaster. Oh, okay. got it. Uh-huh. So he's been replaced. But yeah, there's like little things. A lot of those people don't get any much money for it. Because like people in the video, like Patrick Warburton is in two different rides. He's on Soren and he's on Star Tours. Is he on a third one? Am I, th- am I misremembering? I don't believe so. Okay. Um, yeah, so like there's, yeah, there are like a lot of things. I didn't realize it was Neil Patrick Harris until I think a year ago or something. He was like five, four, three, two, one. 
But were I just did that on his damn iPhone in yeah. his bathroom and got a million dollars? Oh, yeah. Possibly. Uh, the final picture, though, real quick, is Julian Lennon, which is the greatest photo. With, with Space Mickey. Space Epcot Mickey at Epcot Center with uh, Spaceship Earth in the back. Wow. Looking just like his father. Yeah, I mean, I probably yeah. wouldn't have even known that wasn't him yeah. if he hadn't said. So we'll post a link to this. That's amazing. Yeah, follow along with this Tumblr. That's uh, before yeah. it gets uh, uh, taken down for uh, <laughs> whatever Tumblr's before rules that I take down everything run. now. Disney, Disney sues him and every Beetle Widow sues them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's sued into the ground. Yeah. Uh, um... Animal Kingdom. Let's get back yes. on track. Uh, uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris. We we talked about the uh, um, which by by the way, I didn't know this fact that the that that ride is bigger than the Magic Kingdom. The square foot, like oh wow, the I didn't track know that either. Is like two it's miles. The largest right? attraction in any Disney theme park. Whoa! Wow! No kidding. Yeah. And there's a cool video of like what you were saying, Mike, of the the cars getting stopped and where is all of them, and it's all along a track, and there's little like light up dots, and somebody's you know nervously monitoring at a uh, computer and wa- seeing where the jeeps are, mm-hmm. and it is exactly Jurassic Park. It is so excitingly a Samuel Jackson. <laughs> A scenario. So you get if if you want to be a real life. What's his name? We I know Nedry, but what's uh, uh, Sam Jackson? Well, I can never remember his name. Uh, um, mm-hmm. If you want to be a hold on to your butts man, get that job. <laughs> be the Jeep monitor at uh, uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris. Um, but uh, yeah, I, well, I owe this ride another go because I did it in this unpleasant poacher era in which there was a fake dead elephant. <gasps> apparently, no. Yeah, isn't that upsetting? I think that's got to be gone. It's upsetting, yeah. Oh, yeah. but at the same time. This is the reality and people need to know. Sure. And I'm yeah. like a dark kind of because they brought that up on mine. At one point they were like, this is the white rhino. They're almost extinct, you know, and, mm. and it and then they even said, which it pissed me off so bad. There were elephants in there talking about the African elephants and they're in danger. And they were like, if you really want to help the elephants, recycle your electronics. Mm. And I was like, oh, if you really want to help the animals, don't eat them. I mean, that's all there is to it. The more our society Mm -hmm. normalizes animal cruelty, the more people are going to hunt them, eat them, kill them, and, you know, mistreat them. And that's just the bottom line. And that's like my angry veganism. I hate that you get off this ride where you're like literally looking at these beautiful animals and they're like, have your turkey leg, have your fucking burger. (laughs) Yeah, flame tree. Look at the animals. Eat the animals. (laughs) This one's okay. Eat. This one is it. I hate it. Reading about the restaurants, I'm like, "Mm, for a park called Animal Kingdom, all the best reviews restaurants are barbecue locations. They're like, it's just, it doesn't, once you see that and you're like, yeah, this is fucked up. You like can't unsee it as a person and, that's just another hypocrisy of our society. Sure. So while you like this park, it is a park of hypocrisy. Well, they all are. I mean, there's no such thing as a is a vegan park. There's no, they yeah. do have more options of food. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, friggin' California Adventure is like vegan out. Yeah, yeah. You can eat vegan good food there, huh? not just like fries. Which oh my god, Tokyo, Japan! I starved my ass off. My wife's I in trouble. My wife's vegetarian, not yeah. vegan, but she's in trouble. Yeah, I starved through Japan. Any any advice? Anything we wouldn't know? About? I mean, I have lots of. I did a whole map. I did again the Google Maps. I can send it to y'all. Sure. Um, but, but did you? Were you like? We're just thinking granola bars. Oh so yeah, let's just load I, up. But you're used to it, you know. Uh, I'm used to it. I, like I said, food isn't a big part of the tourist experience for me. Unfortunately, it's just how it is. But um, it's really difficult. We're mm. we're very privileged in LA I, I forget like that and then I go somewhere else and I'm like oh I'll have rice oh the rice has been you know beef stock cool I will eat this pickle 
Uh, I'll yeah. eat a pickle and die. It's boiled in beef brine. It, I mean, it is. Listing. Depending <laughs> on where you are, it's really hard. Ugh. But there was maybe vegetable curry in Tokyo. There was. Yeah, okay. it's vegetarian though. Well, oh, was that true? Vegan. So vegans are uh, yeah. pass. That's hard. Yeah, to... it's hard. And then, I mean, that's a whole other story. I we went to when I went to see the snow monkeys in Japan. Uh, we were staying in a Ryokan, which is like the traditional Japanese hotel, which if you have time to leave Tokyo and go to a Ryokan, it's so cool. Yeah, sure. It's worth the trip. You yeah, don't even yeah. have to go that far out, but it's really cool. And I had written ahead and told them I don't eat meat. And they were like, but I guess to them, fish isn't meat. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And they yeah. started serving me the most fishy fish of all the fish. You <laughs> uh, know what I mean? Like, like a little whole fish on a plate with his little eyeballs looking at me. They served me a bowl of little tiny squids. <laughs> and I don't know if they were raw or if they were boiled. But like Adam, my husband, popped one into his mouth. And I saw him like chewing it. And I was like, how is it? And he was like very fishy and i just moved stuff around my plate and then i felt terrible because it's a part of the culture to like not be disrespectful and be like oh, yeah. i'm not eating that you know it was just i was very hungry <laughs> it was really not fun oh, no. i also think i'm gonna have two meals every meal as i am given what my wife cannot eat so there i'm gonna are, try to get the weight down does Aaron eat fish no oh okay yeah but she's gonna look the other way on stocks Stocks are going to be tough. She's just going to, you know what? Well, I don't see, know what. I don't know. I'm the same come. way because part of me was like, I'm in a different culture. I don't want, I want to, I want to try things, you know, whatever. So I definitely had fish in Japan. I had to, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's in yeah, yeah. every yeah. stock, it's in everything. Yeah. I did my best to ask about things, you know. Um, it'd be so crazy. Though. I'd be like, is there anything in this rice? And they'd go ask and they go, there's pork, there's beef, and there's chicken in it. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> they put pork in everything. You know, and fish. They put fish in everything. It was like in, on The Simpsons when he's like, is uh, anything without meat possibly the meatloaf? Right. <laughs> or, or when they go to the all-you-can-eat seafood place and Marge goes, is there anything without fish in it? And they, they and she goes, I'll just have the Tic Tacs in my purse. And he goes, excellent choice. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's how I felt. I was just like, well, it's fine. I'll just eat the Tic Tacs. That's all real. Mm. Oh, boy. So, um, good luck. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Can I, can I just on the topic of... Uh, uh, <laughs> of animals in general and like a uh, uh, disconnect of what's an animal and what's not i've watched well several several specials did this but especially one uh there's a in preparation for this episode i watched some michael eisner uh, uh intros and stuff which you know i'm always uh, a classic hello always does me good uh, um <laughs> but there's a really good one his intro to an animal kingdom special that drew carey ends up taking the oh, reins and yeah hosting. uh but uh mike michael kicks it off hello and then he talks about uh the, he said he says how disney's connection to animals has been part of the company for over 75 years and then it cuts to mickey mouse and i'm like <laughs> like a drawing like yeah, yes, yes like a scratchy draw. drawing yeah. yeah and then steamboat willie and i saw other things that said you know and with animal kingdom disney's love affair for animals continues because as walt said it all began with a mouse and I guess Mickey is a mouse, but isn't it in the safari park? Don't you feel a disconnect with that Mickey Mouse is an animal? 
Like my, if you had to li- describe him in ten words, I don't think animal would be one of the words. Yeah, he's, he's a, essentially he's a, a person. He's a cartoon. Yeah. He's one of us, but he has big ears. He's a person with big ears. Well, right. and yeah. Disney did all those nature documentaries that, like, mm-hmm. the baby boomers would have grown up watching mm-hmm. on TV, and like the people who would be paying for a trip to this park would probably fondly remember. Yes, like, that would be the connection to Disney and animals. Uh, to me, it's weird to. Go it's it's Michael Eisner in a African village shopping and people are in tribal wear and there's dung da dung da dung and then they're telling me that well I don't know if you knew this but Disney likes animals and then it cuts to a 1920s mouse on a steamboat <laughs> there's just an aesthetic yeah. disconnect here specifically I believe because I watched that special too and oh, this wonderful. is what I'm gonna say that special is rough we like these Stock specials shit. they're yeah this one's really really hard a lot of public domain kind of like music <laughs> like comedy music like comedy music yeah, yeah. not I, I there's some very good music in it too like lady smith black mabazo uh mm-hmm. lebo m from the uh uh sings this, the song from the opening of the lion king uh mm-hmm. movie and musical um but then there's like this like slapsticky music and like some really very odd like guests show up paul rodriguez and jane seymour and her family a lot of family um, forced in there a fourth maori a four, is, there's is tia tamara taj and then who's <laughs> the fourth one there's like, a fourth maori um, no fourth maori this is a lie it also like i think that is i Eisner, the opening is Eisner walking through the Harambe section, mm-hmm. the Harambe village, and it is so populated with background actors and like <laughs> set dressing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a full interactive theater thing. And later, Jane Seymour and her family. And I feel very bad about this, but they meet the mayor of Harambe Village, Joseph yes. Botoa. Joseph, I'm Botoa. sorry, Joseph, for. I'm going to, as I've said before, I will be rat fucking all other the Mark Meggers uh, yeah. when my reign uh, begins. Welcome to Harambe. Meet yeah. the mayor, Jason Sheridan. <laughs> yeah. Jumbo, welcome. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I I think that some of some of that. I don't remember much interaction, inter- interactive element. They, I don't they felt like about they Harambe. were yeah. really pushing. Like there's an it's a living, breathing thing, and I do think this park has a lot of character and is of any of them in Florida a living, breathing thing. But I'm like, who are all these people walking around for this special? I feel like they're they're Weren't laid they it on yeah, a little yeah. too thick. Yeah. Does anyone have any? In, information, memories of the vi- opening village of Harambe, or is this a mystery to us all? This is no Main Street, I don't think. No, I, no. I've been twice I, or a couple times in the last few this years. This is in the the Africa the section of the park. It's where um, what else is there? This is where the Kilimanjaro safaris leaves mm-hmm. from. It's okay. where you board the train to go to Rafiki's Planet Watch, which is anyone, over now, right? Uh, it's Maybe. reopening. Yeah, it's reopening. It's, it's, everyone thought they they were. Announced they close it, and now they just announced they're reopening it in the spring. How about that? Rafiki's Planet Watch. Anybody? Uh, you know, thoughts? I listened to y'all's episode on the uh, Kilimanj or on the um, Everest. 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 Yeah. Yes. And I like that this park only has like two or three big rides, and it's the rest is kind of chilling, looking around, uh-huh. looking at animals, you know, um, because of where I'm at in life. 
you know, I don't need those crazy rides. You know what I mean? I don't need to get a head rush and, not, and feel like <laughs> shit for two days. I like just easy. I loved going through all the animals and looking at them. And again, I guess from someone who doesn't really go to zoos often, you can go up to that glass and there are gorillas on the other side of the glass, like five feet from you. I mean, not like a foot mm. from you. Oh, yeah. And you can just sit there and watch them. The bats. Did you see the bats? No. Ooh, the what? bats are so close. Mm. The bats are, I forget, if I forget which, it's the walkthrough tour. It's mm-hmm. the same, I think of the same one you're talking about, but there's a couple, like there's a little room and you just go and you just stare at bats like three feet from you and you're like, these are terrifying. Wow. And like they're bats just are hanging. so weird. They're just hanging there and you're just like fascinated. And also there's holes, there's like netting to protect you. But the, you're like, I can put my hand through here. Like they put a lot of trust in people. Yeah. Because I was thinking that like being like, you know, I don't know if y'all are like this, but I have like sort of a dark vision of things where I'm like, oh, I could just, uh, you know, throw this at someone. I'm like, oh, I know all the you time. could throw a damn camera at an antelope and hit them. You're yeah. saying they, they couldn't stop you. They could remove you from the park and sue you or whatever. But like they trust these people going through that safari to not jump out and grab a lion or something. I mean, is there a name for that? Because I, I have that where it's an impulse to do the worst do it, thing you could you ever do. I never do head. it. Yes, but like, yeah. They say that's healthy to have like this oh, thought is. is crazy. And then you, you, you actively recognize yourself not acting on it. Yeah. Like I do that constantly. Yeah. It's weird. I like, fantasize about if now I could do this is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like the remember, Starbucks is closed. There's no one inside. I could drive into it. <laughs> What's the harm? I've never had that one. <laughs> <laughs> you never just I, wanted to destroy a storefront. That one, not so much. I feel like I used to have it when I'd be in band and I'd be watching the like different symphonic band play. And I had my like trumpet waiting for my part. And I'd be like, I could fuck everything up yeah. right now. And I kind of felt like the urge to do, I never got close to it, but I would get away. This probably seems like part of my character. I would get away with telling other kids to do bad stuff in high school. I would say, Hey, do would be funny if you, uh, when you were signing your permission or your slip that said you practiced, if you signed like uh, Hitler <laughs> and he would do it. Yeah. Like I would get kids to do stuff because I was too scared to do it. Well, but that, my bad instincts. I mean, that isn't as bad as like, driving your car through the Starbucks no though. you didn't I, get anybody to like again no one's in there <laughs> they're insured I'm insured go to like, the drive through first and what's the name on that Hitler <laughs> yeah. then drive through the store jollies off yeah. and, and like play a ripping uh, off key trombone solo yeah uh, let's let's combine all of these awful things that would be and so then let funny. a lion loose in there too it's yeah. so Mayhem. funny if you just oh when the saints what's the worst thing i could do now play when the saints go marching in an inappropriate time <laughs> now in in terms of worst case scenario thinking i did find out an interesting thing about animal kingdom it is the only one of the disney parks uh that where the bathrooms have doors like, think about the How other Disney parks. You walk into the bathrooms. It's kind of a, you know, an entryway, hallway sort of thing. These bathrooms have doors. In case an animal gets loose, you have a place to hide. So, now, oh. there is not really any record uh, of incidents of animals getting loose, thankfully. Um, that prob- But there's other parks with doors. It's just maybe that all the bathrooms have doors in it. 
yeah, maybe that's it. Like it's something like that. Doors on bathrooms. Disneyland, no, I guess. They, they're just open. I yeah, guess. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, more I'm like. Saying, but like Animal Kingdom designed with actively with doors. doors. Which like wow. the day where the shit goes down and everybody's huddling <laughs> in an Animal Kingdom bathroom. The Jurassic Park day. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. don't you think they giraffes. would shoot that poor thing with tranquilizers so fast? I yeah, mean, I think there's probably extra guns at Animal Kingdom. The, the problem is they're all different animals and they all have to coordinate sort of with themselves to probably be an effective like human eating situation. They'd all have to like somehow communicate to each other. Today's the day. Right. Because I could see like a, just a, you know, a pack of rhinos going nuts and they'll trank them. All yeah. the animals would have to lose their mind. Collectively come together and say May 5th. Which We're might, might right. be a thing that they'll evolve into. Yeah. Like generations from now, the animals all sure. sort of develop a like, we got to get the hell out of here. Which especially the the better kept animals at Animal Kingdom who are like, or have it better than the caged animals oh, at right. other zoos. Right. Yeah. Maybe they're more, that's where the, the, you know, singularity or whatever. That's where yes, the, the uprising is more likely to happen. The animal singularity. The animal Point. singularity. Yeah. Yes. That'd be more likely to happen at like a shitty zoo. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. Where the, where security is less, but I don't know. Maybe these animal kingdom animals are smarter. Maybe they're evolving faster. So in a hundred years, yeah. And then, and if some of those crazy crocodiles from the swamps start making it down there, maybe they start unlocking cages with their teeth. Well, and if their yeah. buddies out, aren't there like three Doctor Doolittle movies in development? Oh. Like if people get inspired to talk to the animals, you know. <laughs> The we good must news kill is, these films before yeah. they wreak havoc. The good news is we won't be here in a hundred years. Yeah. Sure. Oh, maybe not. Really maybe not. Maybe not. No. Because of global warming. Yeah. No. Uh, from animal agriculture. Yeah. Sorry. It's true. I'm well, sorry. Let's say, hey, look, this, we're it's a, a park with a conservation message, and this is an episode with a conservation yes. message. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which said that is a thing that sets some of these attractions apart. That even the uh, even the rapids ride has is about uh, deforestation, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, which I was watching this with my wife and she pointed out oh yes clearing out a bunch of forests uh, for uh, industrial purposes you know like a theme park <laughs> it's, sure. it's a little weird to me <laughs> yeah imagine forests coming down mm-hmm. um, I think there's a time and a place and entertainment is important and art is important mm-hmm. yeah. and you know keep some forest up take some of it down for things that are going to serve us and then keep a balance yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah. Especially in Florida, where like for every plot of land, Disney does something too. If it affects like swamp or marshland, they have to do something to counteract it. And they have, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, quite yeah. a bit. Mm-hmm. They've covered their ass. Yeah, right. they and got a PR team on this. Tons of trees, oh, yeah. tons of uh, uh, plants and stuff added for Animal Kingdom. I remember that when I first went. Like these trees are a little thin. Sort of the same thing with the uh, later 20th century Islands of Adventure and. Um, California Adventure, like the early pictures make it look so thin in terms of trees because uh, it takes like a decade for stuff to really grow and fill in. But like Animal Kingdom looks beautiful now. Yeah. And especially, like, especially now with all, I don't know if the trees are helping it, but Animal Kingdom is the only one I don't know my way around still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it's is interesting. Absolutely. If I landed there right now, I wouldn't know where Asia is as opposed to Dino Land, USA. I know like vaguely where stuff is, but like I like that aspect of it is like it does feel a little bit less structured than a theme park. 
even though it's of course structured like a theme park it's just i don't know they do a good job of sort of blending everything and making me kind of in my memory be like i don't remember where i see everest over there i know where that is but it's like you're exploring it actually is an actual jungle i would imagine too like when when animal kingdom started there were the grand plans of like what we were talking about going back to like the mayor and like locals and this and this is what i was telling you that jason the other day is why we got to go to star wars land first couple weeks is because they had such grand plans and vision for it and then within a couple weeks they're like oh this isn't sustainable uh-huh <laughs> like so you gotta see the, this insane stuff while right. it exists because they're talking about being able to barter with a robot at star wars land and it's like that's gonna go away that's not going to last for week, like three weeks. A of kid like, will stick a pencil in its eye and it'll short out. Or like a, da- a dad will be confused. He just wants yeah. to buy an item. And it's just like, God, the robot won't give me the price I'm looking for. And then he freaks out. And then it's a viral video. of a, like, the card yeah. has a chip, you must insert the chip. Well, no, it's a Disney credit. I have points on I have Disney bucks on the credit card. The chip. Dad melts down and strangles robot as it'll be like a viral video and then they have to pull the robot out. And... What are dollars called in Star Wars, damn it? Just tell me I just want a Diet Coke. I'm so tired. We do not have Diet Coke here. I know, yes. I've been told that at every location. Why, you can milk uh, Diet Coke from this beast. I don't want to milk it. Diet C-K-E is available. <laughs> well, is that the same thing or is that a difference? Is that a call letter for a robot, a droid? <laughs> They're not called robots here. Robot, ah. Droid is the correct term. <laughs> I think this is me. I think I'm going to be this. You might be the man. Yeah, you might be. The robot bring it all bartering and not have a getting of Diet Coke. I love, I love people watching at the parks. I mean, that's, I love the dads that you know are like half to work and they just had to go for the family and there's you can see their mind racing in their heads as they wear their like Winnie the Pooh ear, Mickey ears and they're just like I gotta get back to the office the McGillicuddy files are due and I love <laughs> I love it it's, they it all is, work in the 50s yes yeah <laughs> the, the Florida one I think is you see more of it because I, I feel like I see less of cranky dad in Disneyland and I see more of somebody who I might profile as hating Disneyland but they have like a big sweatshirt on like a big gaudy Mickey sweatshirt on or something and you kind of overhear him talking and you're like oh they're a nerd too yeah I don't know if Florida has as many like townies they as don't. we have no yeah yeah so yeah you see more I think of like dad on vacation who has no strong appreciation for this and is just exhausted because there's so many people that from around the area that have passes that just go and get a dole whip and go home you know or oh, that yeah. kind of thing yep uh Ain't it, ain't it grand? <laughs> That's the best. The dream. Um, you know who took a vacation to Disney's Animal Kingdom was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a there's a full Animal Kingdom episode of it. They, she doesn't go to the other parks. It's entire. A lot of the show, thirty percent of the show is in a hotel, is in a fake Coronado Springs hotel room, and the rest is in. Animal Kingdom, and I I love a good TGIF Disney World episode. This is a rough one. Uh, <laughs> Man, it's, uh, yeah, it's not. I think this might be some of why I didn't really like Animal Kingdom for a while. These I didn't like the specials as much. Not a very good TGIF. There is a uh, very rough B plot where the two ants. Uh, are digging in Dino Land USA, which is an area where you where kids can like excavate and they find a bone. And I guess 
a real bone is what we're led to believe. <gasps> and, the, and one of the ants said, <laughs> when I wrote down the law, one of the ants says, I've got to find out more about this bone. Which is like, that's, a, gr- that's a great promo line. If, right. This week on Sabrina, I've got to find out more about this bone. Is it, is it which ant? Is it Caroline Ray? It's the other ant. The other ant that Beth I don't know the name of. Broderick, I want to oh, okay. say. Uh, but My dream role. A witch, a witchy ant. Mm. I'm getting up there, you know. Mm. I love those ants. Yeah. I thought they were very funny. Me too. That yeah, was a they great were great. Show. Oh, mm. and the cat. Yeah, yeah. Salem. Cat, Salem. Yeah. Salem. Salem yeah. was the my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I, he was like, I also thought it was very cute when they all wished the Netflix cast good luck on their oh, their show. I thought that was very charming. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thumbnail down from the Disney World episode, the very next episode has RuPaul in it. Ooh, so they, had, they fun. had good, but they had fun bands and stuff. I, I feel like the monkeys were on Sabrina the Teenage. Wait, is Sabrina oh, on Netflix? They? It's on Hulu. Okay, good to know. Sabrina on yeah. Hulu. Check it out. I but, used to uh, watch. I was very into the show like when it was on. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh rough rough Disney World episode though, I have to say. The bone comes to life with magic Aww. and it, they make it a Neanderthal who's running around the park with them. It's what? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, an odd choice. Yeah, really strange. See, and you barely get to see a lot of it's a lot of it is Sabrina running around the like nature outskirt of the park. You don't get to see rides. They don't g- uh, talk about dinosaur, they don't go on it. Uh, it's uh, it, it's it's a rough. I give me my sweet park shots. Right. Let me see characters riding a ride for with no jokes for five minutes. That's what I want in my yeah, right. theme park there, episode. This park, the way the lands and and everything are broken up, it, it does start to slip a little because it's like ah, the oasis when you walk in, and then mm-hmm. Discovery Island, which was originally called Safari something mm. it it they where the Tree of Life is, the big uh, centerpiece of the park. Uh, is is on a w- island in the middle of the waterway, and then you have Africa and Asia, and then Dino Land USA yeah, had yeah. to get America in there somehow, <laughs> and then eventually Pandora, the world of Avatar. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a strange breakdown. Continent, continent, weird side road attraction, and then. And, Which, then a, and then a place beyond the realm of imagination. You know what's so interesting, though, is that I never even thought about that. Mm. Yeah, so I wonder how many people even notice. Oh, like, how many that? people Probably know not. the names of these things right. at all? I'm forgetting? usually just yeah looking around, being like, "Oh, that's cool." And I do have to give them credit. There is a full bat of like, "Oh, Dinoland USA was made by Chester and Hester." Like it was a roadside attraction. Like like all the dino dinosaur, like the Cabazon dinosaurs in California. Like they uh. they did put some thought into it because they're like, "Well, we need to put some kitty rides in here somewhere." Yeah, they found the way to justify it, but I was reminding myself of the not built, what was supposed to be in Dinoland USA, yeah. the excavator. Oh, uh, yeah. The excavator was like a mine car that takes you into the dig site. Uh, and things go haywire and you go through it's like kind of an advance of Big Thunder Mountain where you go through some of those dinosaur bones and here you go through a full you know long fully enveloping dinosaur skeleton and then you get attacked by like a robotic dinosaur like it's like a crane or something that looks like a dinosaur the concept art is super cool Uh, and they 
they were going to do it. This was going to be one of the major attractions of the place. And then uh, Countdown to Extinction came up, which was a tie-in to the movie Dinosaur that was coming out. And they could use the same track as Indiana Jones. That was going to be cheaper. So we didn't get this cool dino roller coaster. <sighs> that summer. I think that would have like notched up this park yeah. uh, from out of the gate a little stronger. Um, but they had to spread the word about the the tale of, uh, you know, uh, Aladar <laughs> and Kron, <laughs> our friends Aladar and Kron, mm-hmm. as voiced by D.B. Sweeney and Julianne Margulies. <laughs> uh, dinosaur is a... <laughs> It's a we yeah. We should do, we should just we should watch dino, we should do a, a dinosaur commentary. We should inflict dinosaur. That I feel yeah. like was one where my family just silently agreed like that summer. Like, well, we can skip this one, right? Like, no one was jumping <laughs> we on skipped the, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, if you it? skipped it, then. Yeah, I mean, you like Grandma Auntie's Squirrel Badger Cafe in Tokyo. Now she's Grandma Auntie. <laughs> animals not no longer represented. Not even an animal. She's a big ant. Grandma, grandma, grandma auntie. and an ant, though. Of That's course possible. you could. Yeah. I, I would imagine. Yeah. Who knows? Did you like Dinosaur when you went? I did. Okay. Dinosaur was cool. Um, Expedition Everest, very cool. Sure. Yeah. But my favorite, favorite, favorite thing was the... Kilimanjaro Safari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I, I loved it. Okay, I did mention this. So I was at this park with my friend who is a former Imagineer. Oh, she was a very current non-Imagineer anymore. So we were hearing all the commentary from the couture guy, but she was also telling me things, and I was so I was so interested in one thing she had said that the giraffe. I think giraffes are so cool. I mean, really, these animals are fucking crazy looking. Like, yeah, this warthog jumps out, and you're like, this is a damn pig with a damn wig on. <laughs> it's like a wig, a big crazy gray wig that's like shoved at the bottom of the wig bin at the UCB prop closet. You know what I mean? Sure. Like every mod team has worn that wig at one point. Mm-hmm. This damn pig shoots out with a damn wig on. I mean, animals are crazy. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Yep. And giraffes are cool. And she told me that the giraffes at Disney's Animal Kingdom are some of the only giraffes in the whole world that sleep lying down because they know they are not in immediate danger. Oh, wow. interesting. And that made me cry. Oh, and I thought wow. that was so sweet because, you know, maybe they are in a park, but they're safe. Wow. They're not going to get shot. They're not going to get eaten. And I love that. Hmm. And I even quoted that in my wedding vows because I was I said something about like I feel like a giraffe at Disney like I'm safe like it was cute. <laughs> that's but, amazing. But in that moment, I like really like that really got to me. You know, that's so interesting because it's so crazy. It looks like those lions are going to eat them. They're five feet away. Yeah, like, you're like there's a lion on a rock right next to them, but they are there's hidden barriers that we can't see. I wonder if they ever go over there and sniff at those giraffes, you know? It's really interesting. Uh, that, that would be a question for, like, an Imagineer of what are the protocols in place right. for things? Like, how fast is someone deployed? What is the, what is the right. mechanism to deploy uh, who knows? if someone, if one wanders into a wrong spot? But they don't, I guess, you know? I mean, they've... Because lions are only active for four hours. Mm-hmm. And oh. then the rest of the time, they're sleeping. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. And the women are the hunters, not the men. 
Is there? Sure. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Sure. Hey, and let's say shout out to the uh, those temperature controlled rocks also. Isn't that that's sweet? That's a fun yeah. thing. I think that's sweet. How does that work? If it's cold, they do they warm the rocks mm-hmm. and vice versa? They mm-hmm. cool them down if those wow. are so, those got to go into our fake rock hall of fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fake rocks cool. on the show. Yeah. and so yeah, those are very special fake rocks. Yeah, they have a purpose beyond making some dorks in their thirties freak out. Yeah, they help animals. Mm-hmm. The stay lions alive. lay on the rocks. That's delightful. It's so sweet because they really are just big old cats. Yeah, yeah, they sure. Really are just big old cats. Yeah. <laughs> did oh. you? Oh no, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, did y'all see the aquarium? Like the fish. In the tank, um, I think it's called the. It's not Rafiki's. at the Rainforest Cafe. Yes, uh, <laughs> beautiful, wonderful appetizer deals. Uh, no, I'm just... <laughs> you know what's crazy? I've never been to the Rainforest Cafe ever. There was one in Dallas, and it was so popular. There was a line out the place, and I uh-huh. was just like, I don't like lines. Oh, yeah, man, this is I the wrong topic. I haven't been <laughs> to um, the Navi. Avatar Land. Oh. Totally I'm not going to yeah. stand in line for two fucking hours. I'm 34 years old. Mm. I don't care. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I can't think of but anything. Mike, counterpoint? Counterpoint, riding on the back of the mighty Akron is something that you'll never forget. <laughs> yeah. It is a Got journey it. that yeah. people uh, literally gasped after they were done when we went on it the first time. Uh, very emotional. And I would argue, very worth two hours. In really? Mm-hmm. The, the Avatar? I would, yeah. Wow. Mm. See, that's really interesting. That's good to hear. Mm. Uh, you know, I waited in line for Blink-182 to be the very first person <laughs> in. I did that. Was um, that the recent concert mm-hmm. or before? Okay. Yeah, the one in Vegas. So you were up in the front of the pit. I was at the very front, oh. right? How under is, Mark. How is the mosh pit now at that? And what's they, the age zero. group? Zero oh, mosh pit. People our age? They don't let you mosh. Oh, interesting. They didn't at this particular event. I mean, you're in the, you're in the casino, you know? Oh, yeah. right, right. Yeah. But is the age... You're in the is, palms. Is it... People in their thirties. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, I was next to me was like a chick my age. Like it's all kind of our age people. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was shocked because I saw a replacements concert a couple years ago, and I'm and there's all people older than me because mm-hmm. that was a band that was popular when I was not born and or very very little. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know what that band is. I'm embarrassed to say. Oh well, they're like a cool. They're like a if you like culty a cool band, but I, they're really really good. I think that. The hype is not too much for them. They're really great, but they reformed and uh, there were a lot of baby boomer types there. And all of a sudden they started mosh. There's like a group that started like moshing. So like dads were like (laughs) smacking into each other. And then like some dads were mad at the dads moshing. Yeah. And it was a whole like scene developed at the Palladium. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? I love that. When I saw Blink at the forum a couple years ago, there were kids sitting in front of me and they knew every word and they were probably 16 which is when wow. i how old i was when i saw blink in concert sure so because of youtube and stuff fandom has grown into all genres for everything right but y'all we did y'all go to ringo last year no. to okay y'all went to two years before <laughs> yes i think so 2016 we saw, yeah, we saw the lineup with the uh, Todd Rundgren, Richard Page. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is in the All-Star? <laughs> Richard uh, Page. Uh, God, um, what an angel. Hell yeah, Richard Page. Richard Page, that ties it back together. Richard Page sings uh, America. Oh, yeah. Spill your golden wing. That guy, guy from the Ringo Band, the singer of Mr. Mister, is, sings the American Adventure <gasps> Epcot song. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. He... There you go. Ringo was repping Disney. That should be on the uh, account. 
Post a picture yeah. of Ringo and More all-star content, please. <laughs> that Everywhere. man has the voice of a fucking angel. Again, mm-hmm. I was very high. <laughs> sure. I was weeping yeah. during his songs. Because it, I don't believe in God, but that made me believe in God. I was like, this <laughs> the, person is blessed. The vocals of Richard Page? Are you kidding wow. me? He's an older man, but he sounds... Like he's yeah. twenty. You're talking he's like Curie great. Alazen. Yes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Broken wings. Broken wings. Check out his solo Take album. Broken uh, wings. Check out OCOE from his band Pages in the seventies. Okay, so I'll, I'll cut myself off now. Yeah. Or I'll never stop talking. I'm impressed. Uh, <laughs> OCOE. Check it out. Um, I, but anyway, he's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, y'all need to see Ringo in the All Star Band if they come through town ever. There, it was a big hey, concert. Park fans, check out Ringo in the All Star Band. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was what happened to me in that concert. Yeah, he's in this like deep not famous culty band called pa- they're not even culty they're so obscure this band pages and he was setting up one of his songs one of his mr mr songs and you know i used to be in a band called pages Woo! <laughs> me only in the entire greek theater one person and everyone's <laughs> old too like everyone had many more years to know yeah. that yeah and absorb even it. more sad and, yes. did not. and i'm yes somehow me in my 30s i'm the only person giving him love on this video yeah, i'm also, gonna look that I band born, up now please check out pages his voice is incredible i mean yeah. it moved me oh you're I'll, I'll send you the whole pages i, to I missed him this last round when ringo was back in la last year he mm-hmm. wasn't in the band anymore and I was bummed. Oh, he's out of the band? He was this round, yeah. Bummer. It was still a great show. The, the Men at Work guy is now in it. Oh, he was in it a long time. Colin Hay. Yeah, he he's, was yes, great. Right, right. He's in and out of the he All-Star was band. was great. <laughs> Ringo I did should... a whole bonus episode of my show, Next Butte, which is a fucking makeup podcast about <laughs> Ringo's star in the All-Star band. That's how did passionate you? I was about this. Oh, it was a bonus episode I did, and I started crying because <laughs> Ringo has overcome so much. You know, he almost died as a child, couldn't read, <laughs> was poor, and look at him now. He's flourishing, you know? It's really inspiring. <laughs> he's not signing autographs, but other than that, he's not. But he's I, it's because, of, but you know why he doesn't sign autographs? Because they would end up on eBay, mm-hmm. and he would rather sign things that he knows are going to go to charity. So he only signs things for charity now. He should have said. He was said mm-hmm. that he was, it was a what an angry moment. He mm-hmm. said when he made that video. Yeah, because he, he was mad because he saw a guitar. He signed it up on eBay. Mm-hmm. He, he explained said that it on, on, st- on Howard Stern. Stern. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Okay. So no deforestation. Uh, uh, be, you know, let, let be careful. Be careful with our animals and don't sell Ringo's merch. And no yes. more autographs. Peace and love. Peace, peace and, and love. love. Peace, peace and love. And love. love. <laughs> this episode is really like one of the uh, you know circuitous treks and trails you can take around the animal kingdom. <laughs> well, look, we're going to break off all these rides. In out. Please, yes. Individually. In fact, a much... here's a little tease. We are, I think we can say we're soon going to do an episode about one of the shows. <gasps> and I don't want to oh, say... Yeah what show but it's just we don't have time to go into it because there's so much to get in there i mean it's got two worlds and one family how can we possibly fit this into an already two-hour episode i'm excited to learn what this is because i have forgotten (laughs) in this moment jason doesn't know Uh, oh Oh, boy get ready buckle up everybody but uh uh, hey what what do we fit in before we uh before we wrap it up Uh, i I got a roadie thing yeah, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Joe Rody. Yeah, so I I kind of was wondering about like why why does everything look aged? Like why, especially like in you know the the continent of Asia, and like there's so much of Asia that looks like Blade Runner, that looks like the future, mm-hmm. and I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out 
like oh why all this old uh older looking things and of course joe wrote on record it's like you know they reached out to local craftsmen to carve animal statues and do roof work and they learned how they built buildings uh you know we talked about that on the everest one and uh there he has a very interesting quote about uh aging which was the idea behind it of making everything look older uh-huh. um ch- 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 and i lost it i know i swiped mm. it okay we created this motif of age of erosion it reminds us that no matter how great our efforts nature is the most powerful force around us and we should respect it it's almost a moral tale so mm. I think that is very fascinating to look at the park through that lens and like mm. see like, oh, yeah, the park, the nature of the park just keeps growing. But everything like has, you know, rust painted on or faded uh, elements to it. Huh. So it's always reminding you that like of the, t- the temporary nature of our structures, but the nature yeah. itself will uh, uh, mm. c- keep thriving. Mm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, um, this is great. Hey, Joe Rohde, this is the as we, as we've said a little bit before. This is like kind of the culmination of his uh, his aesthetic at this point. That it's this the park in general was this guy. Avatar is this guy. Uh, uh, Expedition Everest. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a legend. He's. Did you go on the Tower of Terror in Tokyo? Hell yes. Yeah. He's, Twice. Do you know Harry, the character they have, Harrison uh-huh. Hightower? That's modeled after Imagineer Joe Rohde, <laughs> who's a very earthy guy. So it's a joke that he's this crazy capitalist monster. Oh. So Wait, he's but playing you against type. Scott, you yes. don't know about the Hollywood Tower, the Tower of Terror. I know about generally Harrison Hightower, yeah, I but I don't go know the story. Yeah, it's, it's so fantastic. It's really cool. Um, it's if really I get cool. up the nerve to, to do it. At least go do the line. I'll at least do oh, the you know, like drop rides? I'm a, I'm a no drop. Yeah, I hear that. I've started doing the launch i've come yeah. around on the launch it's gonna be hard still it'll be hard though if you're like in the line you're trying to explain to somebody who doesn't speak english like i'm not i'm just doing the queue and they're I like yes, about this right 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 and they're like right this way the egg and you're like ah oh, the exit Wait, and then you're no. on the ride <laughs> i think you can pull it off but it's a little less scary than current guardians correct i have not uh, been on it to be honest. well no i guess it's you know what it is it's there's a there's a I'm trying to think. There's a couple months now where they do a bunch more drops. Mm-hmm. What we found on it was that it was too short for us. It felt like the original Tower of Terror ride profile, and it felt like a, like 90 seconds or a minute. And we we're like, that's it? Hmm. So then apparently there's a couple months when they try to attract like teenagers to come to the park oh. where it's like called like something more blah, blah, blah. What? And it's more change up ride profiles Ooh. and it's more uh, drops and stuff. And oh it seems God. like it's, but I don't know if that's happening now. I swear. teenagers love to drop. But it's I was fine. like so during mad. the teen months. It's teen. It's all, I think it's all teen specific. Oh, right. These teens will be the death of me. But you have to see the pre-show and everything. And the, just the queue yeah, itself yeah, yeah. is unbelievable. Okay. Okay. At the very least, once you get to like the loading area, just like run backwards and like. Mm-hmm. I bet there's some kind of exit area. There has, there has, to, has be. to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, or yeah. just have your like translator out and says like, I need to leave. They'll know enough. I pissed my pants here. <laughs> what does this say? They that, shut the ride down. That translator app doesn't work that well. I I got into a weird thing with a girl and I wish I could remember it. She showed it to me and it said like lion lubricant or something. I was like, what? <laughs> and she was trying to tell me that I had my shirt on inside out. My tag was out. <laughs> <laughs> it was because so, she translated Japanese to show it to me in right. English. 
And uh. I was like, oh, thank. I didn't know what the fuck she showed me. I was like, Adam, it just said lion lubricant. I was like, what? I just go, <laughs> like, smiled. I didn't know what she was trying to tell me. Yeah. Uh. Um, it, it, we had some success with it, but it wasn't perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to go through just, like, last anything I wanted to get in. There's probably a lot more we could talk about with the beastly kingdom we've oh, alluded yeah, to a little. Yeah. There's oh, supposed to gosh. be a whole mythological world right. that uh, was kind of too expensive to get built. Avatar's sort of in its place now. That's what represents the fantastical side of nature. And that but, was going to be the thrilling more like kind of element that some people thought was lacking where you'd get a crazy ride roller coaster there right yeah a really good road now there's everest and uh, but there was not a big thrill ride there was Eisner, be this- in his dedication of the park mentions like a land of all animals from you know lions to dinosaurs to dragons and stuff like men like tips it like previews it and, and then dragons are in the logo too yeah it's like it's a very like the hakuna matata silhouettes of animals walking in a line and right in the middle is a dragon where's that dragon and And try to get a dragon onto that boat ride um and i don't think i forget if it got built or not yeah but it's been removed if there ever was one but i think it's interesting that there was camp mini mickey that was another land another land that sounds odd and that Mm -hmm. was always meant to be temporary they're like yeah we're gonna put something better here and i believe that's where uh pandora Mm -hmm. is now We'll do it. We'll break off. That'll be the How sleepiest many... second grade episode. <laughs> How Mickey many of y'all have been on the Pandora thing? Just Mike. Just, Just me. Mike. Okay. So we don't. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta build up to that. We uh, we're not qualified. Uh, we can't do that episode oh, yet. Yeah. We haven't wept the tears that Mike has wept. Right. And but they. I have faith that my co-host will Sivako rise to the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> That's a of wearing right. shoes with yeah. cushioned insoles to withstand the standing in the line for it, mm-hmm. even <laughs> yes. with a fast pass. Mm, yes, of course. Let me say this fact that I learned about this dragon roller coaster that was supposed to be built. the The synopsis of the plot is very odd to me. Uh, well, you know, there's the good side of Beastly Kingdom in which you meet a unicorn. And then there's the bad side, the evil side, dominated by Dragon Tower, a ruined castle home to a greedy, fire-breathing dragon who hoarded a fabulous treasure in the tower. Cha- so it's a money... Stealing dragon. Grubby dragon. He yeah. knows about money and takes money. But also blatantly the plot of The Hobbit. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is their way to do like an off brand, like without yeah. paying the the money, right. the, the Tolkien money. Um, the castle was also inhabited by bats who planned to rob the dragon of his riches. Got it. Dragon stole money. Bats want to steal it back. That Understood. would have been so cute to see little bats with like one little doubloon in their feet. Yeah. <laughs> Flying Gee-hee-hee. by. Little bills. Yeah. Little, little rubies. Yeah. Little, <laughs> one little ruby in its claw. That'd be um, awesome. the, you, the bats were to enlist us, the guests, help in their scheme. And with, so I think you were going to ride in a bat. The vehicle what? was a bat. Oh, it and was? And I saw concept art that seemed to uh, support this. So, yeah. So, you... I All right. Well, we're us. You're, I'm me. And I met a bat who wants to rob a dragon <laughs> who robbed other humans. Got it. Great. Mm-hmm. Let's go get that money back. Rob from an animal and give to another animal. Does the do unicorn I get to keep ever the money? come back? I don't know. Bats do. May I don't know. Are they cutting me in? Why am I helping the bats? Oh, the unicorn was a different ride. Yeah, you oh, met a unicorn it. in a maze. And yeah. And telepathically talked to you. Unicorns... Oh, right. Through the vibrations. I yes. heard that on y'all's last episode. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's very dolphin-y. That's, yeah. That seems like a very oh, yeah. sonar sort of... 
Uh, I think, it, and I'm creeped out by dolphin sonar, and thus I'm also creeped out by unicorn vibrations. I when you said when you described that last time, I was like, ugh. I don't, I don't like this unicorn. Green, I would have green. been interested to see what they did, though. I bet it could have been cool. Yeah. yeah. I think there was also supposed to be, like, a Fantasia kind of boat ride with, like, animal scenes from, like, the same Fantasia segments. I wonder how much of that was, like, ooh, Fantasia 2000 did not do well, so put that one back in the drawer. Well, people didn't want to do the graduation march <laughs> as a ride. With, have you seen that segment? Is that? It's Donald Duck is Noah and he's leading all the yeah. animals onto the boat and it's to the graduation theme and Disney's trying to say well you know that piece existed before it's only we recently who have made it the graduation song but it actually is a piece that had like no 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 it's the graduation song well it makes you feel why are these wh- these animals are graduating we're at an animal graduation Wait, what do you mean graduation song dun, like vitamin C dun, 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 oh, oh, oh no, I, wish. I also was thinking about <laughs> vitamin C um, I don't know but that as we go on <laughs> Listener of the show, uh, Kia Burton, is in the music video <gasps> for our good friend is the uh, wow. uh, friend is, uh, in the music video for she's in the like <gasps> kids choir that is in the vitamin C friends forever music that video. better be in the Twitter bio. That's such a <laughs> iconic. <laughs> that, yeah, that is great. more. I'm kind of but outing yeah. this. I don't know if she was trying to bury this fact. Uh, um, Have you ever seen vitamin C in concert? I haven't. No, neither. One. I don't know where she's at. I don't know what she's up to. A good Halloween costume. Dye the hair. Yep. Yep. Well, now everybody has orange hair, you know? Mm. Is that true? Everyone has, <laughs> everyone has colors. brightly colored hair. Everyone went to Japan. That's true. Uh, they go hand in hand. Yeah. I wanted to say real quick, um, did you ride the Beaver Brothers Explorer canoes in Japan? No. Wow, something I did that you didn't. Hmm? Take that, Grandma Auntie Skunk <laughs> Weasel Cafe. Is that we were that's too much their Rivers of America canoe? Yes. Yeah, it's the paddle. You should do it. Okay. What's yeah. the deal? Well, you're in a big giant canoe and <laughs> no one speaks English and they tell you to row and it's just a really fun experience of like not knowing what's going on and you get tired. I mean, you have to yeah. really row. I've done it at Disneyland. Yeah. And yeah. it's exhausting. It's exhausting, but it was really fun. I had a really fun time you with it. You see beavers or anything? I don't think I saw a beaver. I don't yeah, recall a that's beaver. That's just the name. Hmm. But it's just, just the proprietors. Immersing yourself in it. a group of people, and they're not all people from Japan. I mean, like you know, you never know. You know, uh, it's people from all over the world working together to canoe this boat, and you have to say the commands, and it was just really fun. I don't know. Yeah, I liked well. it. You learn a word that you all. I do, but I can't remember what it is. I I was gonna watch my Instagram archives and like because I was filming part of it because I was laughing so hard. I was like, this is so funny. <laughs> It's Japanese um, for rise to the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Scott, the justification of that um, imagined year ago or the animator going like, well, the graduation song was a long, around before we took it for graduations. Mm-hmm. That is a leap so big you could only make it on the back of the mighty Akron. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you. Like, you did a mighty Akron leap in time. To, yes, yeah, I did. Really yeah. yeah. Well, I was I'm very pleased that. with it I'm so glad you did yeah yeah no well what else do we have to what else do we have to fit in as the gates close I mean, for the ex- now extended hours of animal kingdom i've never been to the yak and yeti restaurant i need to go there we need to talk about that eventually i've been to any um, of the good restaurants i'd like to people say much. that's a very good restaurant so tuli canteen also supposed to be so very good canteen very good yes yeah. so i can confirm that you can get like a protein bowl or you can get quinoa there. They you can have get like quinoa a lot of and options. tofu. And mm-hmm. That's yeah. one of their most like progressive quick service Disney World restaurants. 
I mean, uh, Disney to, could be if Disney like part gets the Impossible Burger, like or they, they have them in California Adventure. They do have it now. Mm-hmm. Okay, really? yeah, it's not Beyond. It's the Impossible. It's the Impossible. Wow, really? Because mm-hmm. the Impossible is a better one. The Beyond. It depends. I, I'm I'm not mad at a Beyond because I do. I'll <laughs> eat a Beyond, but it's Impossible's better to me. It's let's see, but Impossible I think Burger at the Lamplight Lounge. Uh, oh, that's okay. new. So they're up, that, they're up that's on the still trends. on the nicer. If Disney could buy in bulk enough to bring the price down, that people would try it, and so they could yeah. like get people on these things a little bit. I found the Impossible Burger to be more seamlessly fooling of me. Like, that's not the right sentence, but uh, Fat Burger has it here, and I had it, and I was like, oh, this is, I, I'll eat a Beyond Burger, but Impossible really, like, felt like they got, they, they're close. It's really good. Have y'all had the Carl's Jr. one yet? No. What is that? What it's is a that? Beyond. Oh, it it's is. A, it's a, I think it's called the Beyond Star, famous Beyond Star Burger, but um, I've had two of them now, and I had never eaten a Carl's Jr. in my life until this week. Okay, oh, so you're, um, I, you endorse that one. I was inspired to go after the Super Bowl commercials because Hyundai famously um, t- t- took a jab at vegans in their commercial. Oh, right, of course. And then Carl's Jr. had a commercial for their new vegetarian burger. So I said, fuck Hyundai, I'm going to go buy a Carl's Jr. burger. <laughs> and it's good, and it's a beyond. It is, okay. Yeah. I'll try it. Uh, nice. And then we've talked, of course, about Taco Bell being a very yes. good option, especially with the app. Yes. The yep. app. You changed my life with that app, Mike. This is what I want to hear. You have changed <laughs> so my often. life with, with that app. <laughs> and I said it when I was on Doughboys. Yes, thank you. I was you. like, mm. that Taco Bell app, you can grill your friggin' seven-layer burrito. It changes the game. Oh, you can modify can anything. I and just, you don't have to wait in the line. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be an asshole and say your yes. order out loud. They yes. just have to sigh inside when they exactly. see it. <laughs> they go, oh, God. Exactly. Look at all. Get beans. that Taco Bell. And there's also free stuff on there all the time. Yeah. Like free drink, free taco. I'm like, hell yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, there used to be McDonald's in Animal Kingdom, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is what? Which is yeah? Which like I don't know. It bothered me. There was a but just the fries. Remember where they were selling yeah, like just, just the fries? fries that's right. Yeah, yeah. Bizarre. It was, was a weird license. Restaurantosaurus. Is that the, mm. was that their McDonald's? Wasn't there like a? Uh, no, now I'm getting confused with the sun. The dinosaur sunglasses hut in California Venture that was right mm-hmm. by the fry stand. This was a cruddy time. I didn't like any of this stuff. Yeah. Bad specials, bad TGIFs, and yeah. I'm fine with the McDonald's, but, but I don't know. It's felt invasive in the parks. Yeah. They, even, they called it, in California Adventure, they called it Burger Invasion as a little mm, like, uh-huh. jab at, like, that was the Imagineer's way of getting back at uh, this forced McDonald's right. entry into the parks. But yeah, I don't, I'm anxious to go back to Animal Kingdom and forgive the late '90s yeah, bummer sins of the because yeah. uh, uh, right. I didn't I've I, I, I both of the times I went there in the last decade I did not go into Animal Kingdom at all I clearly owe it a visit you definitely yeah. owe it a visit yeah I um, do think it's good that they it kind of in the in the territory of things that are good about the park they don't use plastic straws or plastic lids for fear of it getting in the animals' habitats. Okay, I like that. I it's the plastic. only one of the four parks in Florida that does that. But they're kind of de facto saying, yeah, this is bad. Anyway, ignore these other <laughs> right. three parks where we do this. Because <laughs> uh, there's animals all over those parks. Yeah, yeah. Still, oh, like there's no animals. There's animals and ducks. everywhere. I there's saw animal. a cat yeah. at Tokyo Disney. Yeah, like a little there? kitty just hanging out, and we tried to pet him. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, let dangerous. me wait. Let me say this weird fact about 
been talking about animals at the parks, that one of the things in the corner of Animal Kingdom and their conservation efforts is that they've significantly raised the population of Guam kingfisher chicks. What do those look like? What are they? Don't know. But they were almost on the way out. And in Animal Kingdom, they are thriving. So wonderful, life will find a way. That's not from the Lion King or any circle of life. How about that? There you go. Uh, Beautiful. Circle of life probably played too much in all of the specials (laughs) Uh and all of the build. I think they maybe overestimated. They've. I, I think it's impossible to underestimate how much people love and don't get tired of let it go. I'm not one of those people. I got tired of it quickly, but clearly they have not hit the ceiling on let it go. Circle of Life, they seem convinced, like, yeah, we can have full performances of Circle of Life yeah. in every special for that. a decade. I could see so Circle of Life all day, but I don't give a shit about Frozen. Mm-hmm. It, did y'all hear about the theory about why they made Frozen? Oh, they so made people it. would stop Googling Disney's Frozen head. So to cover up There's the conspiracy, to cover up the conspiracy, they wrote a movie called Disney's Frozen, so it would never be able to be found on Google again. Hmm, to hide the fact that Disney's head is frozen. I feel like I could find it on Google right now, though. Well, you have to change the search history to only show uh, articles before Frozen came out. Hmm. We have to look, we'll look into this. So they also have to make a movie called uh, Commie Hater. Straight <laughs> yeah. from Disney being a Coming Kami summer hater. 2022. <laughs> but it's a Adina. fun movie. That's just a last name. Adina. It follows William Commie Hater. Played <laughs> by Josh Gad. <laughs> Disney Plus. Did you hear the rumor that, though, they're changing the name of Disney Plus to Gad Plus? Because <laughs> it's all, all Gad all the time, baby. <laughs> I did hear that. I think that's true. The biggest brands in the industry right now, Netflix, Apple, um, Gad. Gad. Sure. I have a final question, I think, but it should be the last thing before we, we exit to the gift Shh, shop. Sure. Just, what, does everybody else have anything else? I'm, I'm good to go. I just really quick want to say, because my podcast, Natch Butte, is all about skincare, beauty, wellness. Oh, yeah. I want to tell everybody that if you are a theme park head, you got to wear sunscreen. I don't mm. care if it's overcast. Absolutely. I don't care if you're at Florida and it's raining. When I was there, it was raining all the time. It was very foggy and cute and fun. You got to sunscreen up every day. And at night, you got to wash your face. Wash your face. Wash off all the pollutants, all the dirt, everything that hits your face, the old sunscreen. So keep that skin fresh sunscreen it and definitely put a moisturizer on at night after a big day at the park very good advice wow specific I need to do theme park skincare yeah. sometimes I do it sometimes Y'all I get lazy every time Any do you rec- sunscreen Scott uh, you know the last time I was there even though it was overcast I got a little like bleary and I think I, I think it was because uh, that sun was creeping in there and I wasn't wearing anything so I mm. I'm thinking yeah, your advice is resonating with me please everybody no matter what yep. Age you are, everybody. Mm. Put that sunscreen on before you hit the lines. Any recommendations, brand wise? I mean, you know what? I'm a bougie bitch, so I like that (laughs) Sephora price point. I'm all about the super goo. Those are at the parks. Yeah, you can get one at Universal City Walk or Disney, uh, Downtown Disney. Sephora has. Oh, yeah, there you go. Because I don't like, uh, you know, on Natribute, we only do non animal testing products. So a lot of the like Neutrogenas and whatnot are, they test on animals. So we're all about kind of the sure you got to look at it. I like Super Goop and Kula, C-O-O-L-A. They're both at Sephora, Ulta, that kind of price point. Great, good, high quality ingredients. 
and all kinds of different ones depending on what you're looking for. If you want a mineral, if you want a chemical, if you don't know what the fuck that is, listen to Natribute, babe. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, cool. Um, good specifics. Yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, listen to Natribute. Um, what, what the day? Could that, does it matter when days anymore? I was gonna be like, it comes out every. Comes out every Friday. Friday, like yeah. us. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, we'll just head on over there right the now. The fun then. day, Friday. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That's where we the have crossover podcast. fans because the tweets were coming oh, yeah, in. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. People yeah. Say, well, I hope you liked it. But, but uh, I hope we did it did its service, and we'll get to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Uh, I'm eventually. down to all I try have, and go. I mean, whenever y'all want. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have questions for you, probably off air, about my scalp and mm-hmm. about my moisturizing routine. But that's okay. we'll do that later. It's yeah. too, we're too far. Listeners, if you're scalp. upset that you didn't get to hear this I on air, let talk. us know. I am very I, dry. Very dry. Yeah. How yeah. often do you wash your hair? Well, here's the problem is that I, when I, people say don't wash your hair a yes. lot, wait a couple of days. It gets worse if I do that. You got to train way it. way worse. You got to train it. I've tried. Yeah. It's unsustainable. Yeah. Interesting. Mike has <laughs> almost knocked over it. his I'm microphone off. twice. Because this is a problem that's been plaguing me for years. Yeah. yeah. So. Same. It's a problem. It so anyway, is. I mean, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about uh, it. My final question, though, is if we had to populate Ringo's all-star band with Disney characters oh, and yeah. uh, instrument playing Disney characters, what do we think? Oh, boy. Sunny Eclipse has got to be Sunny in. Eclipse is in there. King, King Louie is in there. Some of the Aristocats band who are not racist stereotypes are probably session guys. Okay. I want Br'er Bear in there somewhere. Does he play an instrument? He does in my head. Maybe he's just like the Mighty Mighty Boston's dancer yes, guy. Yes, the hype man. Sure. Great. He's dancing back and forth. He can probably play a jug. Yeah, but well, there's like a jug. Pl- I was going to just put a country bear in there. Oh, no, okay, yeah. I'm fine with that. A, a country bear. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Or is it just the country bears with Ringo in front? <laughs> God, I would that love is, that. The, that's, it's maybe the cleanest. Yeah, that works maybe the best. I would option. love that so much. Um, but can Richard Page be there? And of course, Ringo, oh, yes. he's part of the Disney family. America. Yes. They, Ringo and All-Star Man, you got to get... Uh, that's get golden dreams into the sun. Oh my god! Yeah, we will go and every start time. touring. Yeah, okay, tour with the country bears. <laughs> Ringo, get, I well, I'm having trouble limiting it. I want Ringo with his vast wealth to next time he goes on tour pay for a rock of fire explosion oh. and a Chucky make believe band and the country bears. Let's get a Muppet in the Kermit playing the banjo. Oh yeah. Sunny eclipse on the banjo. <laughs> Kermit the frog. <laughs> Kermit the frog. He could put Ringo Kermit. could put Kermit the frog in the all-star band and nobody would bat an eyelid. Nobody would say that's would, weird. He's perfectly fits into the lore of the band. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah why, why not? Could we get some of the like um, under the sea oh, animals in there? That's good. Like, yeah. The Duke play. Plays the, the clam, yeah. playing the flute. Yes. Like, Lute plays the, well, I don't the remember. Playing the hop. <laughs> Give him a hand for here we go again. On, 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 and then he, of course they have to play Octopus's Garden when the, oh, they bring the oh yeah under sea. This is the finale. Octopus, they all leave. You think it's done, but You're then right. my undersea friends flounder and Sebastian opens its mouth and a bug is crab is a shrimp hitting his teeth. Yeah, this is the. How do we make this happen? Well, do we have to make these animals alive? Do we have to breed these Maybe, animals? Yeah. Or, or are they all robots? Is it easier to make Ringo a cartoon? Uh, hmm. Uh, he's already been a cartoon in yes. various guises. Sure. So a sure. Different. And he's been, he's been uh, on Shining Time Station. Yeah. Uh, so there's Ringo shrinking technology available, <laughs> yeah. at least visually. Um, Maybe the easiest thing, you know, 
you could take all these robots and you could take them on tour with Ringo, or you could just make Ringo a permanent part of the under the sea Ariel's undersea <laughs> now adventure that ride. That is my favorite of all these ideas. Yeah, yeah. Ringo a- lives in the under the sea <laughs> right now, <laughs> <laughs> and it's old Ringo. It's eighty year old Ringo. Yeah, and just, like he's in the peace and love position, and he's singing. Is there a scarier song he can sing with Ursula, or does he just oh. do a duet? I admit that in the past I've been a nasty. Oh, I would love oh, that. Oh, boy. He could, that <laughs> would be good. Oh, doing poor unfortunate souls. Unfortunate souls. If he turned the no-no song into like a dirge. Yeah, like sure. a, in a minor yeah. key. He put he no-no song that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't take souls no more. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of sounds like a Ringo song. Yeah. 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 yeah, that was very easy to go into. Yeah. Poor unfortunate oh, souls. And then on Kiss the Girl, Ringo's kind of peering through the bushes with like Sebastian and Flounder, <laughs> like making sure that it happens. You know what? Kiss the Girl could be a Ringo song. They're all really yes. Disney makes Disney yeah. songs yes. as it is. Sitting yeah. there across the lake. Yes. <laughs> Short phrasing. <laughs> Can't hold a note out oh to save God, his life. Please, is there a cover somewhere of Ringo singing Kiss the Girl or Poor Unfortunate well, Souls? Brian Wilson has covered uh, Kiss the Girl. He, does, uh, he has an entire Disney covers album. Right. So, uh, Ringo, take a cue from your friend Brian Wilson. Give us what we all How have I not want. heard that? That's like, because my husband's a tiki head. Oh, okay, I was going to say, that's like combining two interests no one once likes again. It. Yeah, if I'm not into it, right. if I, I'm a giant. Giant Disney head and a giant Beach Boys head, and I I don't. And care. you're saying not to listen to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that doesn't get the Scott stamp of approval. But Ringo, please live the rest of your life in the under the sea ride. <laughs> Somebody, uh, yeah. We're all agreed, including Jackie. Uh, Jackie Johnson, you survived podcast the ride. Oh, I'm so happy. Thank yeah. you so much for being here. Let's exit through the gift shop. Well, I think you. I think I know. Well, you already plugged you your plugged uh, a little bit. Of podcast, plug. but, uh, when does this come out? Uh, I don't know yet. We got. Uh, not I'm not sure. Week, this exists next, outside of time. It doesn't matter. Perfect. What do you have coming up in March? Well, <laughs> I am doing a skincare collab with oh. a company called Lolly Beauty, and it's a fully sustainable, uh, organic, food grade skincare line. And we're doing three products. So if you like skincare, you can head to the Natch Beauty Instagram, my Instagram, Twitter, listen to Natch Beauty, NatchBeaut.com. Go anywhere because I'm really excited about the products. They're all pink. Pink's my favorite color. It's called the Natch Beauty Pink Collection. <laughs> so it's available now. So check it out and uh, listen to Natch Beauty. Wow. Great. Yeah, um, uh, you folks, we, uh, you check know. us out at uh, patreon.com slash podcast right for this second gate uh, full of even more magical content and mm-hmm. I'm sure more Ringo bullshit. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's in yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried. It wouldn't be more <laughs> me. Uh, check us out on Twitter and Instagram and our there's a Facebook group and uh, I don't uh, Facebook and Reddit are sort of separate from us, but where they're existing and happening and I'm glad they are. And they're nice places. Check them out. Yeah, people seem nice. Yeah, yeah. We, we we Jason and I actually approve people for this Facebook group. I don't know. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, that is. Yeah, right. because there's yeah. oh, the Facebook bots, bots will get you if you don't do that. Yeah, yeah we've we've fortunately avoided well, so it that. Um, it, well, it is our group. Oh yeah, the group. Jason's we more active set up. than I am though. 
I don't. The, administering Facebook groups is uh, confusing and not very clear. <laughs> like the actual software that's is why odd. the election went the way it did. Yes, <laughs> but the people are nice. Everyone's nice Everyone, in the group. Yeah, everyone's nice. It's great. Everyone's nice. Keep being nice out there. Yeah. And we'll catch you on the next podcast ride. Peace and love. Peace, peace and love. Peace and love. Peace. No more autographs. <laughs> Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Hey there. Congratulations. You made it all the way through that episode. Wow. We did not think you were going to be able to do it. it we was barely touch and could. Go. Yeah. Anyway, now that you did, Michael and I have a pretty cool surprise for you. We are gonna get high. What? Come on, what are you let's light about? up that joint, baby. No, with Colin, our listeners. You, that is not what we do. Little Ronnie is a podcast about books. What? It's not about getting stoned. I thought we were. I thought we had a special treat. You for don't pe- even smoke weed. You freak out. Yeah, but I was paranoid. Gonna, I thought we had a special treat or surprise for the listeners who made it to the end of yeah, the episode. Yeah, we're gonna play them a clip from our show. Not how would we get oh. everybody high? That doesn't even make Honestly, sense. Honestly, I didn't. I. I'm. I don't really listen to podcasts. I didn't. I didn't know That's if they, they. I'm guessing they had the technology to do no, that. No, they yeah. don't. That's such a weird. No, Colin, we're not going to get anybody high. We're not getting high. Okay. I actually think that you shouldn't be promoting that on this podcast. Yeah. Okay. People fine. That. But if you want to get high at home, sure, do it. But we're not promoting I, it. Well, but... I, that's neither here nor there. We're going to play a clip from our podcast with Josh Sharp. So just Great. listen and enjoy that and get high. What? And with that in mind, we'd like to take the pressure off of us for a second and introduce you to the reader of today. He's a recent NYU dropout, and we know that means a recipe for success. Oh, yes, indeed. Dropping out of school and into our hearts, we have young novelist and self-proclaimed genius, Clint Dimples, for you. Enjoy. Uh, Hello, my name is um, Clint Dimples. And um, this is a piece of short literature that I call The Story. There was once a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal basic income. The girl was of a happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these, when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping. She said it's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, said the grandfather. Maybe a story would help? The little girl nodded, and so the old man began. 
There once was a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate. Though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal basic income, the girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these, when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, said the grandfather. Maybe a story would help? The little girl nodded, and so the old man began. There once was a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had invented the soda stream, were murdered eight months before while leaving a Papa John's pizza in Bridgeport, Connecticut. The girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, said the grandfather. Maybe a story would help? The little girl nodded, and so the old man began. There was once a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal basic income. The girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these when the rain shuddering at the window made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. (laughs) I know how that is, said the grandfather, with the trouble sleeping. Is that why you sleep on the roof? The little girl asked. Yes, that's why. That's why I sleep on the roof. I see, she said. And no other reason, he yelled. Okay, cool, fine, said the girl. Will you tell me a story? Huh? Said the old man. A story. Oh, yeah, sure. Right. Story. Yeah. Oh, I can do that. And so the old man began. There once was a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal baking a sick income. The girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only failing to melancholy on nights such as these when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, long, pointed, and yellow, like a beak, this nose, like a big fucking beak. Her grandfather, the man, he just climbed the, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, he said, scratching at his big fucking beak nose. Maybe a story would help? Sure, Grandpapa, but uh, what's happening to you? Whatever do you mean, he asked. Your nose, it's turned into a beak like that of a bird. And sure enough, it had the nose ossified into a large yellow beak. Squawk, said the grandfather. Squawk, squawk, as feathers, deep blue and red feathers, began to shoot out of his back. Squawk, he said. Squawk! Why, grandfather, the little girl cried, you're turning into a bird. A real fucking bird with a giant fucking beak. It's amazing. His feet now claws. He reached over and stood atop the girl's wrists. Then he flapped and flapped until he started to rise over the bed, clutching the small girl beneath him. His great wings swatting at the walls, he tilted his feathered crown forward and burst, beak first, out of the large attic window. The girl hung below him as they made their way up, higher and higher, until the house was but a speck below them. She looked up. Thank you, Grandpapa. Thank you. Thank you for transforming into a big fucking bird and taking flight. And then the old man let forth a mighty squawk, spread his wings wide, and the two soared off into the warm night air. 
floating and finally free. The end. What a lovely story, said the little girl. But I must ask, was the grandpa in that story, the one who turned into a bird, was he supposed to be you? Me, the old man replied. <laughs> Whatever you mean. I mean, said the little girl, that maybe it is you who wants to be a bird. I'm asking in part because I know you like to sleep on the roof. I told you about that already. I just do that because I like it. No other reason, he shouted. Well, sure, said the girl, but the way in which you, you know, chew my food up for me and our winter foods, our winter trips down south, it just all makes me think that maybe you want to be a bird for some reason, which, to be honest, is sort of a ridiculous notion given that you're a grown man. And so if you actually want to be a bird, well, I don't know, maybe you're just uh, crazy. Okay, story time is over, said the old man. I'm turning off the lights now. It's time for bed. He pulled the chain on the lamp and all was still. I know you have to use the ladder in my room to climb onto, climb onto the roof, Grandpa, said the little girl. So you can turn the lights back on and, and get it if you want. Okay, I'll turn them on just because I want to turn them on. How about that, said the old man, fumbling for the chain. There we go. They're on. The lights are on. Oh, and look, it's the ladder I need to get on the roof. You know, I better go up there to check on some of the tiles and the roofing and other things. Not to sleep, just to, you know, check it out. I trust you won't mind turning the lights off once I'm up there, you know, just in case I take a while. No, Grandpapa, of course not. All right, he said, here I go up the ladder to check on the tiles. Night, night, I'm almost to the top. Shutting the hatch behind him, the old man sat down on the roof, pulled his knees to his chest, then looked up to the sky and quietly sobbed. A pigeon landed on his shoulder, and the man gently scooped the bird in his palms and pulled it close. Not today, he whispered, snot running down his face. Maybe someday, but not today. The end. What a sad story, said the little girl. I feel sad for the man in that story who told that other story, the man who wanted to be a bird. Yes, the old man replied, but sometimes it is the sad stories that give us comfort, that remind us of how lucky we are to have what we have. Your parents left you with a great fortune, and uh, you should take solace in that. She nodded. Yes, but I still miss mom and pop. She paused. Grandpa, do you think they'll ever find who murdered my parents in front of that Papa John's pizza in Bridgeport, Connecticut? The grandfather thought for a moment. No, I'm almost certain they will not. He drew in a labored breath. I was very careful. The girl looked up at him. You are what? I said I was careful. He stood up over her bed. And what's more, I'm not like the old man in that story, pretending to be something he's not. It's time you know who I really am, little girl. I murdered your parents outside of that Papa John's pizza in Bridgeport, Connecticut. The girl pulled back towards the wall. You what? Why would you do that? Because I wanted that soda stream money. And with them gone, now only you stand in my way. In one quick motion, he removed the knife from his sleeve and plunged it into the little girl's chest. He pulled her close to his face and whispered, Let me hear you squawk before you fly away, little bird. Let me hear you squawk. Stop, 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 the little girl shouted. I don't like it when the stories turn scary. I'm sorry if I gave you a fright, said the old man, catching himself. I just thought a little adventure story might take your mind off things. Yes, but a story about a man who tells a story of some other man who lies and yet another story is a way of revealing that he's murdered a little girl's parents when I'm here sad about my parents? What are you thinking, you old kook? And what was all that bird stuff? You're right. You're right, the old man replied, standing up from bed. I guess I just got away from myself. He backed out of the room. Good night. It won't happen again. He opened the bedroom door and tumbled into the dark, empty vacuum of space. The house fell away from him and he slowly drifted, naked now to his boxer shorts, earth far off in the distance. A chorus of male voices, hundreds of them, came at him from every direction. You've done well, my good and favored son. Squawk, know that you are good and strong and that your cock is mighty and powerful. Squawk, 
And as he crossed into the black hole, his every atom splitting into more energy than powers our sun, his frozen form on the event horizon trapped for eternity was that of a man, arms spread wide and reaching for something greater. The end. I don't get it, said the little girl. (laughs) Come to think of it, said the old man. Me either. He gave her a kiss on the head. A nightingale landed on the windowsill. He pulled out an old Luger he'd stolen from a Nazi during the war, and then he shot the bird dead. The end. (laughs) 